Boom, we're live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another Anime Club After Dark. Good, go, 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 Natai, go, 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 go. <laughs> welcome to yet another Anime Club After Dark WTF episode. This is WTF episode number 33, or as the uh, my fellow Irishman would say, 33. The funniest, oh. the, the funniest number you can ever get an Irishman to say, 33. I was so caught off guard. I was, usually you go like three, two. No, you just like, you went oh, for no. it. I'm like, no, oh, no. shit. Okay. I'm ready. We're here. I'm ready. Let's go. Mm. Should, Coffee. I should break like, the fucking alcohol if we're so ready. Shit. How did I miss that opportunity? Well, I have to work tonight, and so does uh, Chinoda. So alcohol might not be the best thing to do. But hey, it's fucking. I don't know. It's a couple hours away. I could, I could drink still. Chinoda, no. No, no, <laughs> no, the yes, no, I don't know, no, I don't know what you're talking no, the about. Yes. I don't, your, your boy's going on a Halloween party oh, after we're done, boys. No, what have I done? Also, Orcas also just redeemed a JoJo quote, go Natai. I refuse. Daga, <laughs> kotowari. <laughs> mm. But it is also Halloween afternoon. I hope everyone is having a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, and I hope everyone has a wonderful night, whether you're going out trick-or-treating or to a party. Or, oh, my oh God. Oh, my God, Shinoda. Is that, what the fuck? Is that Norwegian wine? It's mead, yes. Oh, it's mead. Okay, even better. Honey wine. Honey um, is so good. Oh, honey is, is delicious. But, no, we've gotten together. We're going to have a little fun today. Obviously, Shinoda and I are on a bit of a time crunch, so let's just let's just get to it, man. It, 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 let's have they some fun. Let's just jump in. Absolutely. <laughs> let, let's, just, let's jump into it, boys. Um, so, as as normal, don't actually jump, Natai. Also, you, you were, like, dressed up as um, – what's that Weather Channel guy's name that always comes down to Florida during the hurry? Oh, that's the Pop Team Epic. Uh, yeah, that's Pop Team buddy. Epic, buddy. Um. I, I was like, the, what weather channel guy? What the fuck is he talking about? I forget about? the weather channel guy that always comes down to Florida during the hurricanes. Um, Jim Cantori. Jim Cantori. If you ever see him in Florida, run, because like that means a really bad hurricane is coming. I mean, did the devil go down to Florida? No, he went down to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Georgia is more like hell than Florida. Um, but as normal for uh, this, we're going to get into the questions that you guys have asked us on our Discord server first. Now, obviously, uh, because we are in a time crunch, I'm not going to answer all of them that have been asked over the last month or so. Uh, I did pick, I think, six here uh, for us to answer. Uh, the rest we'll get them, to the rest on the next one, right? Yeah, on the next one. And we do have a special WTF coming up. Uh, I guess I can go ahead and announce it. At the very beginning of next year, January 2nd, um, which is going to be entirely a Q&A WTF, but there is going to be a twist to it I think you all will really, really enjoy. Um, We're keeping it a secret. It's classified. We are, we are keeping it a secret. Although I will say, uh, so you got Pochita behind you. Go ahead and pet Pochita before we start. There, there we go. And also... He's a good boy. He's and a good also, boy. You you got you got a pet. You got to give Ina head pets. There, my pets, there my you pets. go. There you go. Uh, no drinking. Says the, the guy who fucking leaves that that art piece on the floor. Fucking degenerate. I am moving soon. I don't want to put holes in my wall. Shut the fuck up, Natai. You'll put holes in something else though. Ugh. Shut the fuck up, Natai. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, um, so I've chosen a few of the questions here. Um, and like, like I said, we're going to do a special Q&A WTF on January 2nd. Um, I'll make a special channel in the uh, Discord server just for questions for that. Um, be sure to join our Discord server down below if you have not. Um, there's always a bunch of fun conversations that go on there at all hours of the day and night. Um, 
But the first question I have here comes from New Vegas Savior. Uh, are anime getting more and more stacked each season than a normal watcher could watch? I think the answer to that is yes. There's way I too mean, many damn anime that come out every season these days. Dude, it's been like this for the past, like, 10 years. I remember back in 2015, like, people were like, whoa, there's so many anime coming out every season. Oh, my God. It's like, it's, this is how it's been. It's just, like, more and more shit coming out. Um, it's thankfully it's a lot of it's only been more and more. Yeah, good. I, I mean, mean, I think it's a lot of it's been pretty good. Th well, this year in particular, for sure. Um, this fall is insane. We've been saying it for a while now, but it's crazy, dude. It's pretty good though. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, so I looked at, if I remember correctly, I think that One Piece came out in the summer of 1999. I know it was 99, wasn't it, when it came out? Yeah, it was 98. 98, actually. okay. I, 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 can, I can check. Late 90s. Well, here, here's what. I'm looking at summer of 1998 right now. Do you know how many new anime came out that season? Like four? Seven. I was close. Oh, more than expected. I was close. One of them was Serial Experiments Lane, by the way. <laughs> Dang. Jesus. Um, Damn. <laughs> So I feel like, October you know, 1999. Okay. I, I thought it was 1999, but I will say there was also some continuing anime that were on at the same time. You had Trigun, Cowboy Bebop, Roni Kenshin. Wow. That was a good year. In Initial D first stage. <laughs> Card Cap Sakura. Oh, that was a solid year. What the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, there were way more continuing anime than there were actually new anime that were coming out. Avashi mm. Swabs, hey Kevin Silly Frog, welcome to the stream. Um, yo, what's up, guys? Uh, you see it? We're answering your questions, but yeah, to answer the question, I definitely think there's there's too many anime coming out every season. I think um, I don't think I mean, there needs to be because like if you look at it, yeah, this season is stacked, and this season, the, the fall 2020 season, is definitely an anomaly. Like 2022. Or, excuse me, God. It's still 2020 in this mind. Don't worry. It's fine. Corona fucked you up. It's Luck. fine. Time has lost all meaning, okay? It has. It's okay. It truly has. Um, this season really is an anomaly. I don't think we'll ever see a season quite as stacked as this again, or at least not for a very know, long man. time. I know winter. Uh, we will. Winter is shaping up to be pretty stacked, too, but I don't winter think as stacked big. as this. Winter is big. We got a lot of good shit coming up. I will winter. say, as a whole, 2023 is looking really stacked. Oh, yeah. Which says a lot because, again, 2022 was also quite big. A lot of it, like, ended up being during the fall, but winter was very strong as well mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. this year. I think the only, quote-unquote, quiet season was, was mostly summer? summer. Yeah. Although, and then, then again, you had, like, Call of the Night and Made in Abyss season two, which, like, big. So and the second half of summertime render, which nobody watched because it was in Disney's jail. <laughs> Wait, that show is over and it's still like not available anywhere. No, well, outside of Japan, nope. That's so fucking dumb. Yikes. That's another show I'm looking forward to like catching up on and like watching before the year ends. I don't There's understand. So many shows I, watch. I don't understand who wins in this arrangement, but hey, you do you, Disney. You do you. Um, I guess, hey, give give Bleach preferential treatment, I guess. I <laughs> uh, Yeah, how about those rumors coming true now that Mickey Mouse owns all, all of Bleach? Yeah. Does that mean, <laughs> does, that mean, does, that mean does that mean Orihime is a Disney princess now? Yes, let's go with it. She got buff, dude. Mm. <laughs> I, watched, I watched some scenes of damn. 
All right. Um, so next question comes from uh, Class Ulysses. With all the anime shows that have been out, which anime show has been underrated in 2022? Summertime Render, because mm-hmm. no one saw it. Yeah, definitely that one. Uh, I want to watch it so bad. Yeah. Uh, I've I heard wanna... a lot of good things about it. It's really good, and it it's, it's a show that... So, I, not to spoil anything obviously but a second season has already been announced i don't understand Mm. how there's a second season to this story but i'll i'll reserve judgment until i actually get a chance to see it um so i'm guessing they're going for a full adaptation because the manga is i quite longer than i thought it would be the the manga is long a long ish um it is also finished chapters or something like that yeah it is finished it's 100 or 130 chapters if i'm not it's yeah it's like sometimes something around 125 135 chapters somewhere around there um I don't see how they're going to continue it because I will say the anime adaptation is a complete story. And in 25 episodes, they have like a fully complete story. It seems like to me, at least Um, Mm. it was an, it was a nice watch. It's it's something that we were watching on uh, during a weekly watch party on our discord server. Um, And uh, because I was, I was clearly watching that legally. Uh, (laughs) Right. Disney. Right. 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 Um, (laughs) Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah um i i really enjoyed it um and i definitely think it stuck the landing it's worth watching obviously you'll have to sail the seven seas if you want to watch it or invest in a vpn uh to watch it on disney plus in japan but um that would be I'm, my, I'm, that would be my pick for probably underrated in 2022 mostly because I'm, it was so unavailable outside of japan i'm super pumped to give it a shot now that it's over and just watch it all the way through because i, I was very curious about it and the more I heard about it, I was like, that sounds very cool, but I'll just wait. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if it's underrated, but it's a show that I think got lost in the shuffle very fucking quick. No, like, also, thanks to Netflix not promoting it almost at all. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but a while back, David Production announced they were making an adaptation of Spriggan, mm. which is a quite old uh, manga. I think it's from the 80s or 90s? Uh, yeah, yeah 80s, I think, 80s. And so, so it's uh, an eight-episode OVA series that it's available on uh, Netflix right now. Mm. And I decided, so I decided to start watching. I watched the first episode. It's that's why I'm kind of not sure about calling it underrated because I'm not sure it's great. Mm. It's it's weird. It's like there are like moments of like really good, like really fucking good animation and action, mm-hmm. but then you have really weird decisions being made about all of the soldiers are cg models oh. and it's like that's weird okay but then for some reason there's a, also the main character sometimes is a cg model albeit pretty solid cg animation for him i will say is this like but a then, berserk situation a berserk 2016 no it's not it's not berserk 2016 it's much better than that it's like i think it is quite <laughs> solid but then you have moments where like the cg model is fighting against a 2d animated bad guy mm. and Sometimes it looks pretty good, but then you have these moments where it just does not mesh well. Um, mm. I I'm gonna finish it because like I am curious about it. I wouldn't call it good, but it's mm. totally like a show that got lost in the shuffle, I think, and that's a shame because you know. I mean, there's a lot. There, like, there's a, a, a few things that came out this year that I I think you can argue got lost in the shuffle that were pretty decent. Definitely. Um, I mean, but toward the end of its <laughs> run, it was more like being talked about, but. Um, uh, Isekai Ojisan was a, yeah, a show. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Was that a show, show. I, I think that kind of went under the radar until until about the end of its run. Then people were talking about it more. It didn't end yet, bro. Did you did you hear that it got like 
so it all got delayed because everyone corona. and their mother got sick in there mm. so it's on a hiatus and it's coming back i think i think now it's back to airing new episodes but basically they are like six seven episodes mm. then everyone got covid so they i just remember on no one was hiatus. talking about it until about the end of summer and then uh, everyone's like yeah. this is actually really good y'all should go watch it and i'm like okay sure was, it's actually, really fun I was watching it as it aired, and, like, we did have a little community talking about it, but, like, it wasn't big like the others it wasn't no. that season. I mean, but, it, like, it certainly wasn't. End, especially because they announced that, uh, hey, everyone's sick, so we're gonna stop airing it for a little bit. Then everyone's like, oh, let's check this out. And everyone's like, oh, this is actually pretty goddamn funny. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really it, fun. Yeah, I feel like it was getting drowned out by like the new season of Made in Abyss or the new season of Overlord, and Call of the Night was also airing, which was pretty good too. And again, the fact that it just like was on hiatus so abruptly, it kind of killed a bit all the That's like true. hype around it. But it, it's a really fun show. I I look forward to like finishing it, but it's a really fun show. <laughs> we don't talk about Berserk 2016. You're right, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> There's no such thing. There, no such thing exists. There's only one Berserk adaptation, and it's the manga. <laughs> 1997. Don't don't fight don't fight me on this. Listen, uh, the Golden Arc movies are fucking good. Okay, fuck you. Did you see that they're like re-releasing them as a TV show? Yes, now? they are. Um, and I, there's yeah, gonna be some additional scenes uh, put in there too. I haven't checked them out. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna. I'll yeah. be honest. Um, I will say there is a, a show airing right now that I feel is currently under the radar a little bit. Um, and, of course, with this season, it's very easy to fall under the radar. Um, do it yourself. I've watched the first couple episodes. Yeah. Of that. It's actually pretty good. It's, it's cute. I like it. It's just cute girls doing DIY projects, and I like it. I like it a lot. I can't believe yeah, this wasn't done that. by Kyoto Animation. <laughs> I saw a clip of the in the animation. It looks really good. I was really surprised by it. And it's being done by Pine Jam, which is like a studio that I'm not super familiar with. Pine uh, Jam, that sounds familiar. So they worked on gamers. Really? That's why. That's <laughs> oh. why. <laughs> um, Goddamn. That's gamers, probably dude. that's probably the most well known production that they've done. They also did Glepnir a couple of years ago. Wait, oh, wasn't that? Was that Pine Jam? Yeah, what? it was Pine Jam. I forgot yeah. about Glepnir. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, it, it, the animation is, is kind of solid, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I like it for what it is. It's just cute girls doing DIY projects. I love it. So I have a question, like, mm. just to interject. So, again, me, I personally, I... I've been watching more anime now than the rest than I've been watching the rest of the year, mm -hmm. uh, which is a shame because I missed a lot of good shows that I want to go back and catch up on for like the end of the year, so we can talk about like our favorite shows. Yeah. So far, what's your like anime of the year contender? There, oh my god, there's like two or three. Um, obviously, Chainsaw Man seems like it's going to be a big anime of the year contender. Uh, Cyberpunk, we'll Man Cyberpunk Edge Runners was fucking solid as hell. Um, Hell, I I even think an anime like Call of the Night for whatever you know how like crazy it was is an anime of the year contender too. So, Made in Abyss, definitely up there. I, I mean, you're not Jenoda uh, and Natai. You're not going to nominate like fucking Attack on Titan for anime of the year. Come on, come on. Oh yeah, it's it's uh... up there. I'm not gonna give it because it's not finished, but it is a contender. Uh, it was really fucking good. 
Yeah, I love that second part. But it it seems so long ago now because it aired in the winter time. Yeah, it's I don't know why winter feels so long ago. I mean, it's it's because we've had so many gems this year. That's true. Mm. And knowing that uh, JoJo's Part Six is going to be ending in on December first, I mean, obviously you got to put JoJo's Part Six on that list. New opening, maybe. Maybe production. Maybe Maybe a new new ED. You know, I'm going to bet on it that we're going to get a new OP, but it's the same ED. I will say one thing I want for the final episode. I I just want the ED to be Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World. And the only reason I want it to be that is because in the manga, that's the title of the final chapter. Oh, that's actually Part 6 makes me sad because it's like, man, there's so much hype behind it. And just Netflix killed it. The fucking release schedule of it was so botched. Like it and, and like the first batch got pushed so hard, mm-hmm. but ever since, like it got zero promotion. Their, their their idea of promoting it is like two hours before it goes live. They're like, "Hey, new new fucking episodes." That's it. That's Such all they do. Shame, dude. Such a fucking shame. And like I have my qualms with this adaptation, but like it's it's such a shame because it's, it's a good show. <laughs> Anime of the year: The Eminence and Shadow, Boruto, and Trapped in a Dating Sim. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, hey, if you like it, you like it. You can have your Boruto. I'll keep everything. Fucking Spy else. Family too. I forgot. Yeah, Spy Family. Spy Family has been great. I've been loving it. It's so fun. So cute. You, bar- you barely see hype for JoJo. Dude. Maybe it's not that great. No, I mean the. I mean. We're, we're, when we are criticizing JoJo's Part 6, it's not necessarily that we dislike the the anime itself. Like, David Production has done a fantastic job with it. Um, it's Netflix, their the shitty release schedule, and the fact that they don't market half of the shit that they put on their platform. Like, I remember when Part 4 and 5 mm. got, like, got a weekly release. Mm-hmm. Every week, you would get meme videos on meme videos upon meme video and like and the Jojo Friday keep, Jojo Friday fucking Jojo Friday it's like it was it was a meme but it was such a good time and we had like there was a sense of like a community around it and now it's like the show is good again not perfect but the show is good this part is really like weird and I really enjoy it but they just it just fucking killed it like the 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 community around it it's a shame you'll appreciate this natai classy lizzie says replace spikes family characters and put uh snafu characters it will be great oh i mean we dude hachima and yukino are in spy family what are you talking about did, it's did, basically them did, yeah true did you appreciate the uh the art that i sent you of yui the other day the art you send me, oh my fucking god! With her groping, <laughs> with her groping the little sister. Why would you loot her? You <laughs> piece of shit. She's looking. She's right over there. She's looking at you, judging you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, Spike Family has been great. Yes, a spy, so spy, Spike's family is fucking fantastic. Also, I didn't realize this. So, Odessa Yatsura is currently airing. By the way, it's mm. fucking fantastic. It, David Productions. Speaking of David Productions. Fucking fantastic job with this remake. Just mm, chef's kiss. That um, OP, dude. Holy the OP shit. is absolutely god tier. Um, but I, I realized something the other day after someone pointed it out to me. Um, the people who are playing Ataru's parents in the remake are the same people who played Ataru and Lum in the original. No! <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, for real? Yeah. No! <laughs> That's so cool. Mm. 
That's which so fucking I cool. thought was actually a really cool nod. I, I did. and oh, you talked about the the OP. Like the OP uses actual scenes from the original anime in the OP. I change pants every time I finish watching the OP. Dude. <laughs> and you Holy haven't even watched the shit. show yet. You just watched the OP. I can't. It's too good, dude. Uh, we need domestic girl for a new season because it's peak anime. Oh, no, God. no, we Shut don't. The fuck no, up. we don't. All right. Uh, next question uh, comes from New Vegas Savior again. Um, after watching some videos about uh, early weeb and otaku culture, what were the best parts of it, and what parts are you glad aren't around anymore? For example, Tsunami, Yaoi paddles, OVAs on VHS, etc. I miss the cringe. I miss, I love I miss the old too. cringe dude. I miss, it's I, so good. I, I miss some of the old school cringe you used to see on 4chan. Like as cringy as that sounds to say, I really do miss it. I do miss it some days. Fuck seeing it on 4chan. I see I miss seeing it in person. That shit was hilarious. Those are good times. And we didn't even consider it cringe. It was just good old based fun. Hmm. Yeah. If I I don't remember the name of the video, but there's one video on YouTube that's like of like shows bits and pieces of a very old anime convention mm. and it's so well put together is it, so many is it daikon 4 <laughs> no it's not daikon 4 dude i'm talking i'm not talking about i'm talking about like garbage anime conventions dude we're coming oh, up God. on the 40th anniversary of that that music video by the way daikon 4 was so good i cannot believe that i really hope I, I want so bad for all the people that worked on that because they're all still alive all of them to get back together and remake it today. I think they could do it. That will be that will never happen. That will be insane, though. I I think it would be awesome. And then they can even use the remastered um, version of Twilight from uh, the remastered Time album that just came out a couple years ago. Oh my god, I found it! It's called Otaku Unite on YouTube. If you want to have a good time, watch it. Is so it really funny. that cringe? Oh, oh! So one of the guys there is like, he's like, he has a radio show about anime, and he mm -hmm. like plays off anime music, mm -hmm. and he's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm like I'm a voice actor, I'm an anime voice actor, and apparently he would show up to the Funimation Studios uninvited, and oh. we're like, I will not leave until you accept me as like as like a voice actor working here, and then they <laughs> and then they call the police. I will not leave <laughs> until you accept me as one of you. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, people used to do some cringe shit. Yaoi paddles were another big thing. Um, people just randomly running around at conventions with giant paddles smacking people on the ass without consent. That was great. That was great. Good times. Good times. Mm. And people used to laugh about that sexual harassment. It was fantastic. And, I mean, OVAs, we're still getting OVAs. It's not like in the 80s mm. and 90s, like the, the, the 80s boom of anime in Japan where you got these, like, fucking wild really high produced OVAs of just fucking weird shit that's been released all the time. Mm. Honest like obviously that's not really gonna happen again. We're just not in that place. It is um, I, I feel like I feel like we should be though, because with digital distribution and the internet, we should have there should be like a, a renaissance of just directors trying crazy shit. Like I mean a, I wish but like good example. Remember when we reviewed Angel Egg? Mm. Like, can we get more of this, please? Like, I, I Angel's Egg is really crazy and out there, and like, I I like it. It's but very avant-garde. It's very experimental, and I feel like with digital distribution, anime directors have like more freedom to do shit like that and not have to worry about like rates of return on investment. I mean, hopefully, but it's like who's gonna put in the money? Because is there actually money in it, right? Mm. I, 
I feel like, like with a, say, like for for example, say you had a director like um, uh, uh, Hiroyuki Yamaishi, for example, uh, right. to, to use a, a well-known name. Um, what if just in his spare time he was working on just this avant-garde pro- avant-garde project by himself, and then he just got some voice actors who were already in the studio anyway working on some other trigger stuff to just throw a couple lines on this and just like throw it on 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 his own YouTube channel and monetize I it wish. that way. I wish, but it's like I don't know how. Re- or like, throw it on Trigger's it YouTube channel. Like that that channel's already monetized. Again, I wish, but I don't know how realistic it is. I mean, now like. I... Like so, so the cool thing, and they're happy the, uh, about like the Chainsaw Man adaptation. Again, we'll mm. talk about it more later. But that apparently Mappa is the production committee, mm. so they're making good money off of it, which is awesome because now <laughs> they can use that money for like more stuff. And and the and the mangaka is on that production committee too. And he's like, which is always a good thing. Yeah, yeah, and like that's great. Um, I miss OVAs. It's basically like DLC. OVAs are like DLC for anime. I got OVA. Has anyone watched the Mushoku Tensei OVA? By the way, I have. It came out this year. I it's so good. Yet. It's so good. Um, so you still got. You still have a lot of OVAs coming out. Uh, yeah, I, I like the OVAs that are like extensions of existing stuff, but I, I do miss the OVAs that would just come out like as one shots. Yeah, for stuff. I I do miss those. I get and, what like, you're saying. You go down to like your local comic book store, and they'd have like VHS tapes lined up of these OVAs they they imported from Japan. It was great. It was great. I do I miss those things. Um. All right. Next question comes from Siddles. Now I never Actually, got any. What? Go ahead. Uh, going back real quick. One of the uh to the previous question. One of the things I don't miss about uh early otaku culture is the elitism we used to have i feel like Mm, things have gotten a lot more open since then i think you're right in some ways but not so in others i do think in general there's less gatekeeping but i think the people who do gatekeep have a louder voice now and that's a problem i don't know i I think think a lot of that is based on social media it is it largely is based on social media but there are i don't think it's to the point where like back in the day people were like you're like oh you 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 haven't watched like cowboy bebop you have no fucking opinion (laughs) right like it's not it's not like that but yeah but then there's also there's also people like i i would classify them as snobs not elitist who try to make everything that they watch seem super deep when like dude sometimes just watching someone get their head cut off is watching someone get their head cut off absolutely <laughs> um but yeah i think and, and largely you're right though i think there is less gatekeeping in general now than there used to be i do think some of the people who do try and gatekeep though do have a little bit louder voice than they used to have dude fuck gatekeeping it's so fucking stupid it's like I people really enjoy is. what they enjoy Yes and no. I think, yes, gatekeeping most of the time is just stupid, but I think sometimes you have to gatekeep certain people out because they want to just get in, change what you love, and then gatekeep you out of the thing that you love. Nah, that's like, I mean, I guess. I don't think most people are that, like, 4D chess about it. Some people are like, oh, this looks cool, and they just want to try and get into it and see more of it. Hmm. 90% of people, 95% of people get into anime are like, this is really cool. I want to watch more. And that's like our place as a community to be like, hey, that's because that's the cool thing. I want more people to watch mm. anime because I love anime. So why not more people watch it? I There's like zero like cons about it. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree. I just say I, there are people who, and it's not just anime. It's just about any hobby, really, can be this way, where people get into it, and then they come across something in that hobby that they don't like, and they think that the hobby should change to reflect their, like, their preferences. Taste. And I think that's a problem. Like if you get into what, but, if you get into anime, so fast, it's like it is. But if if you count. get into anime and then you have a problem with something that's been around anime for a very long time, the problem is not the anime. The problem is you, and your pro preferences and sensibilities. I guess, but like gatekeeping sucks. I'm not for it at all. Then who's beta and alpha? I'm not sure I understand your question, Classy. Let's see who's beta and alpha. I must have been referencing something we said earlier, um, and we've gone past. Um, anyway, I'm going to move on to the next question. It comes from Siddles. I wasn't able to get a, um, a clarification on what this means, so I'm just going to read it out as the question was written. If you only got to pick one anime, manga, anime movie, and light novel, which ones would you pick and why? It doesn't say pick for what. So I'm assuming pick to read for the rest, read or watch for the rest of your life? <laughs> I guess. I, I know for me, uh, anime-wise... Uh, Konosuba. It's my happy place. <laughs> it is a happy I place. It is a happy too. place. Yeah, it is a happy place. Yeah, I explode um, happiness when I watch Konosuba. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop, maybe. It's like it has everything. I want to. I want a fun, stupid episode. I have the the mushroom episode. I want to. Want to cry. I have the finale. It's like has everything. No fair. Alex. Oh, snobs, snobs, and elites. Okay, that's what the that, the beta and alpha was referencing. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, I I wasn't uh, exactly okay. sure what that was referencing. Um, well, if I had to pick one anime, you know what I'm gonna pick. It's gonna be Spice and Wolf. <laughs> yep. I mean, pretty much the same with light novel, with manga. But you need to think of it as only you get like so like Bebop is my top favorite, mm. but like you need to think about something that will last forever for you. You know that you can go back to it again and again and again and again. Oh, I can always go back to Spice and Wolf. Always, Fair. always, always, always. I All will right. never manga. Tie. Manga. Oh. I don't read manga. <laughs> oh my Berserk. God. Berserk done. Naruto manga for me. Hmm. Um, if I had to pick a, a manga, I'd probably say JoJo's. Mm, I do need to read it now. Uh, anime. If I had to pick a single anime movie to watch for the rest of my life, I'd probably say Akira. Anime Good choice. Movie. I watched your name that, so many goddamn times. Either Akira or the original Ghost in the Shell. Dude, OG Ghost you, in the time. Shell was so good. So yeah, so I was like, so you, I watched your name so many times without even realizing it. So, mm. and it's not even my favorite movie, but like I don't know, I go back to it so many times. It's just so. we we watched uh, we watched the thing for the review, and it's like every time I watch this, I dislike it even more. Damn, <laughs> why? I just, it's one of those things. Every he time I re it. every time I rewatch it, I find something else about it I don't like. <laughs> I remember you gushing about it when you watched it for the first time. The first time, time I watched yeah, it, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. And then when I, every time I've rewatched, because I think I've rewatched now four or five times. And like every single time I find something that's like, man, that kind of takes away from my experience. I shouldn't do this anymore. I shouldn't rewatch totally. it. Stupidly, I, I rewatch it. Uh, I watched it four times by now. It's still so good. <laughs> Redo of Healer, the best revenge story. <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Naruto Road to Ninja is a great movie. It It is one of the better Naruto movies. That's for sure. 
Alex, where are you reading these off of the Twitch chat? Or YouTube and YouTube, Twitch, bro. We're on YouTube oh, the and YouTube Twitch, chat. You bastard. Oh shit! We're professionals here now. YouTube as well. We are absolute professionals. Um, so uh, movie for me, uh, Summer Wars. Mm. I fucking love Summer Wars. It's like one of my all-time favorite anime movies. So if I had to pick like one for the rest of my life, mm. Summer Wars. Okay. Um, so for light novel, I'm also going to go with Spice and Wolf because I can read that shit over and over again and just love it every single time. The only light novel I actually sat down and read to completion was Kizumonogatari. Mm. So it's a good one. I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I did buy the uh, Neko Monogatari white, so like I do need to read that. So I guess I could. Can we just say the, the new artwork that's been created for the English releases of those has been. Oh, good, dude. Oh, I'm looking at my like my copy. It's like, I, oh, it's so perfect. I love it. Um, what about you, Chinooda? Light novel? So I know you don't read I've a whole lot of light never novels. Never actually read a light novel before, mm. so I don't have one specifically in mind. How about um, Konosuba? I I can't I can't judge it because I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know. You mean read um, it? Or read it, I mean. Sorry. I haven't read it yet, so... Mm. You know what? Just going off of uh, how many times he's talked about it, I'm going to go with Overlord Light Novel. Oh, that's a good choice. I have read that. That is a very good choice. Bad uh, anime. Yeah, it's not the best anime, but it is a, <laughs> it is a great light novel. Um, all right, and then the last question we're going to do uh, on this WTF uh, comes from Class Ulysses. Asks, do you still buy physical media? Yes, because they yes. can never take yes. it away. Absolutely. Hell, for a lot of our movie reviews, I've been uh, buying the physical media if I don't have it easily available to stream. So, And I'm really happy with doing that. I get a Blu-ray movie out of it. And I get to keep it. Watch it whenever I want. I fucking love Blu-rays, dude. It's so good. You get to see extra content. You get to see it in the crispiest possible detail. It's fantastic. Like, why would you not want it? Do you know yeah. another, another you... great reason to get uh, Blu-rays is because you get great art on them. <laughs> that too. That box art is that. so cool, but how much does it cost you, Alex? Uh, this is... <laughs> Bakemonogatari cost me nearly $200. Woo! And I also God. have um, uh, Nisei Monogatari here. How much did that cost? Uh, this one cost $115, $120, I think. God, God damn it. That's the unfortunate part of hey, buying they're physical great, media. They're great like, Blu-ray sets, though. Cost no, lot. no, dude. Aniplex is so overpriced in their shit. It's ridiculous. And it, like, it is. They are. They are very expensive, but they are very good Blu-ray sets. And they last it's... a very long time. Yeah. Alex, how much would you say that franchise, if you want to get all the Blu-rays overall, would cost? For Monogatari, oh my god. For Monogatari, yeah. it's uh, it's over fifteen hundred dollars. I think for the entire series. Jesus. It is quite long. It's like. Almost a hundred episodes by now. Um, I know, I know. It. I want to watch it, and like, I know since the Blu-rays are out, I want to just watch it that way. Mm -hmm. That's why I was wondering about that, because that's how I'm gonna want to watch it. Like, Blu-rays are out. A lot of people have them. 
Why not? Uh, also, I would like I would like money. I, I would like to point out that for people who want to start the Monogatari series, first of all, you should start with Bakke Monogatari. However, if you want to watch it legally streaming, um, you can't watch Bakke Monogatari in HD on Crunchyroll for some reason. I don't know why, but you can't. You have to watch it in 480p. Also, for some reason, they didn't upload the OVAs for Bucky, which are essential because it's the end of the season. Yeah, the, like... the last three episodes, they didn't even bother to upload or license, so you can't even watch them unless you have the Blu-ray. And That's so you can watch this in 1080p. Wow. Sometimes I really hate licensing for this type of BS. And it comes... Yeah. With, uh, yes, the, the Blu-rays... The Blu-rays for uh, the Monogatari series all come with a digital code. I've never actually okay, used Okay, that makes them, it so slightly better. I don't know what they actually do, but um, it, oh, they also come with a uh, nice little, uh, like... Uh, Pamphlets? It's, yeah, it's a pamphlet that kind of goes over the story. It also shows off some key art. Uh, so most of the time, those uh, digital codes, therefore, getting the series uh, to download digitally as well. Hmm. Mm. And, also, and also, it's all been translated. I don't know if it'll you can just, focus, but, but you it can has just been translated. You can always rip it from the disc. That's okay. That, yeah. No, I mean, it is, it is yours because it's physical media. What are they going to do? Mean, Take it away? I, I'm i not that gung-ho against like digital, like streaming and watching it digitally like mm. online, but I do really like having stuff. like It's like so, so for example, so I bought like Kizu Monogatari and Neko Monogatari White because mm. these specific arcs in the anime I love it so much. So I wanted to buy the books both to like you know support the author in some way and because I wanted to have it because they care so much about it and I want to experience it as a book as well. Because with books I find it very hard to read it online. I just I like having a book in my hand and like you know going through it like that. It, there's something tactile about it that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um. Blu-rays, I have a few, maybe two Blu-rays, but I don't really use them that much. Mm. But, like, it's nice to have them, I guess. Like, mainly, like, most physical media, I guess, I buy is mostly, like, books. Um, and, like, yeah, that's about it. Maybe, so, like, like, do we configure? I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's merch. Yeah, I love merch. By the way, Natai, you remember how at the end of all of the episodes of Bakemonogatari, it had that like insert art that was done by different artists. It's in the pamphlet. Yes, they're all labeled, are all laid out in the pamphlet. <laughs> no, nice. that's actually really Fucking cool. Focus, goddammit. Also, yeah. I don't know if I don't Dude, know if it's gonna, I don't know if it's going to show up, and I didn't realize this because they weren't in the original broadcast. It's on Crunchyroll. One of them has a oh, focus, you goddamn bastard. You're gonna have to turn the blur off to can, for you it try to focus. so can, hard. Can you see who it is? Is that Hachikuji? No, it's it's not Hachikuji, it's Sodachi. Oh it's so Sodachi Sodachi actually what? appears in one of the title cards. You're gonna need to take a picture of that and send it my way later, dude. That's blowing my mind. I love Bucky Wanagatari so much. Which is a great call forward. It's not really a call back. It's a call forward to something that's going to happen. Look forward to our next uh, spoiler cast for Wanagatari coming out soon. Yeah, we are. We're re we'll be recording two Wanagatari spoiler casts in uh, in November. Uh, one Can you believe? Second half we've been of doing this for over like a year. More than a year. Over yeah, a year. Yeah, over a year. Holy shit. Jesus. We're getting um, close. 
steelbooks are great as well. I own Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, the steelbook steelbook collections are usually pretty great for steelbooks are awesome. I, I yeah, steelbooks are awesome. Uh, I want to get more of them. Blu-ray and not a. I mean, I have I have books. I have light novels and stuff too. I don't just have Blu-rays. Um, and that's and that's something I do. Speaking of physical media, like for the light novels and manga that I read, the only way I really read them, there are some minor exceptions, um, but by and large, the only way I read them is by actually going and buying them. Um, so I have them on my shelf here. I can read them anytime. You can't take them away from me, DRM. Yeah, book specifically <laughs> is just I don't like reading like a book on a phone. I just like reading it physically. So. Yeah, I mean, like I say, there there are some minor exceptions. Like like Chainsaw Man was a big exception. I actually read that online instead of actually going and buying it because when I wanted to read it, it wasn't available in English. Um, it's now available. It is now, and I highly recommend you read it. It's a great manga. Um, I do have a a love for physical books, mm. but unfortunately, I only have a limited amount of space. And because of that, I stopped buying physical books. I like how like, he's looking around his room ago. like, where the fuck am I going to put all of this shit? <laughs> no, really. Really. Like, I have two containers that are full of just books, and it's insane. I can't buy any more books reasonably. And I don't want to give it away either. It's a problem. I have two so bookshelves that, that are absolutely I had full. To. I've had Your to move on to like digital massive. books, and I hate it. But at the same time, it's just so much more convenient. Also, I have all of Seinfeld on DVD, so I can watch Jesus that shit anytime. <laughs> all right, Jerry, 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 I got the Indian. <laughs> I'll never get over that. Bit. Oh my god, be careful where you do that. <laughs> all right, so that's all the questions from our Discord server that we wanted to uh, get to today. If we didn't get to yours and you already asked it, we'll get to it uh, next month. We just want to move along because Chinoda and I are kind of pressed for time uh, this afternoon. So um, I want to I want to get into uh, a topic that's been really hot recently, especially on uh, places like Twitter and, and Reddit. Um, AI and generated, Tumblr. Yeah, AI-generated art. Um, it's a hot topic. Um, many people who make their living as like digital artists online are uh, very understandably upset about this, especially how good it tends to be these days. Um, it's certainly not like in the old days where you would, and I say old days, like two years ago, um, where you would put something in like a, a AI art generator machine and it'd come out looking like fucking Picasso works. Like, now you put stuff in, and as long as you're detailed about it, it'll spit out, like, a genuinely good, detailed character. There's a very good Corridor Crew video that they did very recently about how they used um, they used uh, AI-generated art mm. to sort of tell a story. So, like, the guy would create a shit ton of AI-generated art, and through it, he would, like, tell a story, like, sort of a storyboard type of thing. And it was, like, it's a really cool idea. It's really cute. It's, like, it's very bare bones. But the technology is very, very impressive. Like, it is really yeah. cool, like, this type of technology. I, like, and I, and like. I, I wanted to preface that. Whatever my or anyone else's opinions of it are, as someone who is in the IT field and is kind of surrounded by technology, I am personally fascinated by the technology behind this. Um, I think that there obviously are more uses for it besides just making art, um, but I do like the potential for this technology for other 
um, endeavors. So my question becomes, like, for you guys, do you think the hatred um, and the reverence, because it's not just hatred. There are people online also who think, like, this is the future, and they kind of like like fucking crypto bros were thinking, oh my God, crypto is just the future and we're all going to be using crypto soon. And like now they're saying, well, all of it's just going to be AI generated art soon. It's like, I think there's a, a midpoint, like a, a happy medium between these two extremes. But do you guys yeah. think that both the hatred and the reverence of this art is justified? Because I can see it both ways. Same. It's I absolutely justified it. because um, like you have hardworking artists that, take years to obtain the skills uh, they get. Meanwhile, a program can come up with these things uh, just because you put in uh, some details. Mm. Like, it's BS. I get it. But at the same time, you can use uh, those things to help out with backgrounds or something instead of actually creating all of it. So I can understand both the hatred and love of it. Mm. It's moreover, so long as it's used responsibly responsibly it's fine you've had enough of that mean thing most people won't that's the unfortunate part yeah, yeah. it's like I, I do feel bad for like so i don't know i like i get a lot of artists are kind of like feel threatened by it or like very angry or very pissed by it because it's kind of like as you said like people like like try and hone their skills for like most of their lives to like be good at this shit mm -hmm. and we boy we all know that a lot of artists gets fucked over like online i mean throughout most of history um i don't know if i feel i don't feel that qualified to talk about this because again like the technology is like very impressive and i do mm -hmm. think it's really cool it's a real cool tool but i do understand the artists but i don't know how much it threatens them because like so when you're that I... big of an artist like when you're big of an artist like people know your shit you have the fucking your resume for people to see but small like smaller creators that's maybe they'll be like falling by the wayside which is a shame so mm. i don't know natai have you seen the fact that someone already um did in fact uh steal some uh someone's art as they were making it Oh yeah, like, I, this already I, happened. I saw that too, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not in any way advocating for people to use this to steal art or to. No, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it, it, yeah, disgusting. no, I'm not. I'm taking like it's the illegal. I, I hate, I hate the, to use this term, but the the criminal or malicious element out of it. Like, I'm talking about just strictly its usefulness. Oh, absolutely, but I mean, I feel like you can't not talk about it though because it's some. Like, it's already happened, and it's only going to keep on happening in oh, no. the future. This is Definitely only going to be about a... it. Definitely talk about it, but I think it's a separate issue from what I'm talking about. Like, oh, okay, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's definitely worth talking about. Just, it's not necessarily what I... Like, I'm more talking about its usefulness. Because I do... <sighs> it I do, is I, absolutely I, useful, I, and that's I, the sad part. And, is it useful, though? Like, like, how practical is it? Just one, one, of the, one of the... Um, one of the arguments against it especially that artists are making is that obviously it's it's taking away potential clients from them it's taking away potential money but i've seen some of the and this is by no means exhaustive but some of the the artists that are saying this are also artists that charge a lot of money for their commissions and i'm thinking well a lot of the people that are using this ai art generator to generate their art are probably people that don't have a whole lot of money anyway and probably weren't going to be able to afford to commission you on a regular basis if ever 
Yeah. So how too. many how many clients have you actually lost? A lot of money. Some commissions like quite expensive. And and rightly, so I'm not saying that that these art these artists that ask for these you know higher commission rates don't deserve no. it because some of their art is well <laughs> worth the price of admission, but. But there are some people who just genuinely can't afford that, but yet they have these artistic ideas that they can't necessarily put down because they don't have the skill. Shout outs to Angel, by the way, for like yeah, shout out yeah. So we we have we have we have three artists who really help out with what we do. Um, we have Ida who makes pretty much all the thumbnails that you see on our YouTube channel. We have Angel who designed all of our podcast characters. She also designed the overlay that you're seeing right now, uh, and we also have Burb who. Um, who did all of the uh, emotes in our server and also does uh, art for our podcast that you might see on uh, Twitter and what else. And I have no problems commissioning them on a regular basis because they do good work. They treat us well. And like, and I love what, what and, and angel's been on our podcast before. So like, I love having them on. Yeah, no, seriously. We love our artists. Um, but for someone like say there's someone out there who has like these creative ideas but they don't have the the money or the means to actually like draw it out well you have an ai art generator that can help you draw it out i can see why they would want to use it yeah especially if they can't afford to commission artists that they would otherwise commission if they had the money it's understandable. It really is. And there's other uses besides just creating characters, too. Chinoda mentioned making backgrounds. I think you can also use it to come up with clothing patterns. You could use it to come up with um, ideas for clothing designs. Uh, there, there's there's myriad ways you can actually use this besides just creating characters. I'm sure you could use it to create entire settings for things like, like stories. Um, and maybe not create, but give you inspiration. Because I know a lot of this stuff is an outgrowth of um, like novel writing prompts, like AI generated novel writing prompts, which I know that has helped some people like get out of um, like. And some people like like need to understand like it's not like you do need to feed this AI like some images like it needs Mm -hmm. to understand like what you're trying to teach teach it. it. Yeah, you have to teach it, so it's like not like uh, in all like one and done thing. Like you do need to teach it so it can like create all these like this art. I have seen because Charlie's done some streams. I've been watching when oh, he yeah. goes on and does AIR. Sometimes you get really lucky if you give it like all the right stuff up front. It will create something pretty crazy, like yeah, crazy, definitely. like almost on the spot as to what you were thinking of. And it's I I don't know like I don't think the absolute hatred and like oh my god we need to ban this with the whatever I think that's not necessarily justified. I, but I also think the people who are like praising it as like the second coming of Christ also are like, yo, calm down. This is. Oh yeah, I don't get the overwhelming like. Oh, like... yeah, it's the same thing with the crypto bros a couple of years ago. Like it's it's the exact same thing. With the crypto bros, it was millionaires like mm-hmm. seeking to make even more millions of dollars, so like overhyping it and like thinking it's the future. Well, it's like no one benefits from it aside from these millionaires. So, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck those people. Um uh AAR like uh from I have no mouth and I must Oh yeah, one of the guys in that short story um I have no mouth and I must scream was an artist, wasn't he? Really? Um, I I thought I think so. I don't know. Hmm. Um I didn't know. I that's something. You know, we were talking recently about anime adaptations of western properties. That's a short story that should be adapted. Oh man. 
It'll be quite weird. Uh, I'm oh, down for it, though. Oh, it would be. <laughs> but I would watch that shit. Um, but yeah, I know I know that the, the, the kerfuffle with AIR is just... I get it on both sides. I get both the love and the, the hatred of it. Um, I just don't think that it's a clear-cut thing. I think it definitely has its uses. I think And again, it's a new thing. It's new technology. It we'll just have to wait and see where it goes. It is. And I feel, well, it's not necessarily new technology. It's improved technology that's been around for a while. And it's gotten to the point where now it's actually taking people out of work. It's notable now, which is why everyone's talking about if it. If I wanted to be an asshole, I would just tell all these artists that are bitching about it, learn to code. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Jesus, Alex. Then you can the make fuck? your own AI art generator and commission people to, hey, commission someone to make an AI art generator. There you go. Stop. God, that's toxic. Um, that. Let's see. Uh, a few days ago, I was joining a Discord server of a clothing brand to join in a giveaway for an event in Amsterdam. For reasons still unknown to me, this clothing brand was mostly using it to promote Web3 and crypto, and it was a giant echo. Yeah, see, that's the problem. And I, I feel like... Um, I feel like social media kind of amplifies this. Is like it becomes an echo chamber for, and I've I've seen it on Twitter as this has played out, that it, the people who hate it are only talking to other people who hate AIR, and the people who love yeah. it are only talking to people who love definitely. AIR. They're not talking to each other. They're talk, they're talking at each other, but they're not talking to each other. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that's a huge problem, and I think that the social media in general tends to amplify this, which is social another. media benefits from creating echo chambers. That's the thing. It does. It, oh, it one hundred percent benefits from creating echo chambers, and I think that's a big problem that needs to be looked at with all social media platforms. I think yeah, Elon Musk. Now that, that you is... own Twitter, am I right? Huh? <laughs> not, yeah, Elon Musk. Now that you own Twitter, right? Well, listen, <laughs> the guy's not a miracle worker. Give him some time. No, he's not. Is dude nothing's gonna change on twitter i don't know why people think something's gonna it's change it's probably only gonna get worse let's be very real even then I, I think it's just gonna be the same shit show it's been for like ever since it got started thank you for the uh sub uh i'm probably gonna butcher this name matan legacy I, i'm sorry oh, if shit. i butchered that name i really oh, am it's one of my buddies from work thanks dude oh did i butcher the name oh you you got most of it right okay good well you oh, should that's oh, okay thank natalia holy shit <laughs> No, seriously, every time that we um that we try to use like text or speech to text with your name, speech to text always renders your name as Natalia. Yeah. Really? Alex yeah. Alex was laughing his ass off about that. Because, I did like... it I did it with three different uh speech to text things. I did it with my phone with the um um uh uh whatever the Android version of uh, Siri is. I don't know what it is. Cortana. No, it's not Cortana. I did do it with Cortana on my computer though, and then I did it on uh, with Siri on my cousin's phone. All of it renders it as Natalia <laughs> when you say Natai. I should just change my name to Natalia. I guess that's. Uh, yeah. I guess you are Natalia now. I can see a cross dressing. You're already pretty. Shut hot. the fuck up, you know. <laughs> You're already I'm pretty hot. Your you fucking want? fantasies. <laughs> not cross dressing. Oh my god, cross dressing the tie. Let's go. I do not approve. Um, something else I wanted to talk about is, uh, and this is also something I think Natai want to talk about. Everyone, it seems like right now, has a fucking scandal going on. Every major sport, every major company. Like, the thing in the chess world right now going on is fucking wild <laughs> to me. <laughs> 
Like, do you want to elaborate on the chess world so shenanigans? I, I am by no means someone who religiously follows, uh, like, professional chess. Um, I know who some of the big, like, uh, people are in the chess world. Obviously, I know Carl Magnuson, who, uh, uh, who has been around for um, a while now uh, as one of the top players ever to play the game. Up there with the likes of, like, Gary Kasparov and stuff. Um, Rule 63 Natai, yes. Rule 63 Natai in general. Who said that? Who said that? Uh, or <laughs> who's getting banned? <laughs> well, you can't ban him. He's a mod. <laughs> uh, this is the community we have, dude. Uh, my brother has a Dutch name, and it ends with an I. I had to change his name in my phone to ending with a Y because, uh, or else my phone will just not recognize it when I try a hands-free call him on my car. That's that's weird. Uh, so. But the thing, the thing with the the chess world scandal. So there was a. This has been what about a month and a half ago now? I think. Fucking love this scandal. It's so stupid. It is. It is. Great. It is really stupid. Um, I forget what the other guy's name that's involved in this is. Um. Oh Jesus Christ! This is. I am so bad with names. I, it's unbelievable. Um, I'm surprised you remember my name. I know. Who are you? Natalia. Apparently. <laughs> Natalia. Um. Jesus Christ, I hate getting old, man. I, I can't do names. I literally can't. You could tell me your name, and five minutes later, I'm going to forget it. Um, I have to look it up, because now I don't understand. Are you looking it up, Jamie? Neiman. Hans Neiman is the other guy's name. Um, That's such a funny name. I, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I could have make a joke about people whose names and then man, but um, we're not going to go there. <laughs> um but anyway uh, no don't get canceled about yeah, yeah about a month and, about us. a month and a half ago there was um uh neiman was playing magnuson in a chess tournament and neiman who is ranked significantly lower than magnuson magnuson is the top ranked chess player in the world um lost this game um and lost it in a way that made it very seem very fishy um, almost as if uh, Neiman were using some kind of a chess engine or cheating somehow, essentially, um, in an over-the-board chess match. So okay. after this match, Magnus uh, went on um, went on um, on social media and very underhandedly. He didn't outright say, "Oh my God, he's cheating," but he's like, "You guys know why I lost." <laughs> it's like, okay. So does does his claim have any like? Grounds to it. As, as so as yet there has been no hard evidence like presented whatsoever by either Neiman or um Magnus Carlson. I said his name backwards earlier. Um uh nice. that there was any cheating involved in this specific match. However, Hans Neiman has been shown uh to have cheated he's been banned from chess.com and he was shown oh, multiple shit. times to have been cheating in matches online online matches on chess.com um but he claims he has never in his career cheated on an over the board match um and i wouldn't uh, believe no, someone who a cheater cheats. Yeah. that's that's the thing but also there's never been any hard evidence looking back into all of his past matches that there was ever any evidence of over the board cheating in any match that he's played but there is evidence that he's cheated in in online matches um now um, I love one of the uh, the 
theories that was put forth. It was put forth as a joke, but apparently the press has sort of run with it. That maybe the way he cheated was he actually was using a, a chess engine um, in this match with uh, Magnus Carlsen. But he was using it in a way where it was attached to a vibrating butt plug. And it was actually giving him the answers via the vibrations in his ass. That's so fucking dumb. Now, what one the thing they fuck? do... Yeah, that's so why I said this whole thing is like at, just at, wild. At professional chess tournaments, one thing they always do before any match is you go through security. They you know, wave you down with the wand to make sure you don't have any electronic devices. They also do a pat down. One thing they don't do is cavity searches. Um... <laughs> But they also, like, if you're wearing any kind of headgear, they make you take it off. They they inspect it just to make sure. Um, I feel like maybe they just need to start doing cavity surges for chess matches. That's honestly ridiculous. But now that it's out there in the world, they actually might. Which is, like, hilarious and sad at the same time. But anyway, so this went on for, like, a week or so, like, with, with Magnus Carlsen using like just not not outright saying that he cheated but heavily implying in a very passive aggressive way online that he cheated and then of course they they fought uh, they um they met each other in another tournament uh i think it was like two and two weeks later or two weeks after this happened and then magnus carlson took like a move or two moves and then immediately resigned the match what? because he refused to play him which what? also fucked up the rest of that tournament by the way I Why bet. did it fuck up the rest of the tournament? Because they so with with professional chess tournaments, there's like it's a bracketed style tournament. So if someone oh. just re- resigns a match, it's like, well, now you fucked up the seating for this match. Yep. <laughs> um. So now it's it, and then like after this happened, now Magnus Carlsen has basically come out and said, "Yeah, he's cheating, and I I never ever want to play him again. Even if I'm put up against him in a tournament, I'm just gonna resign." I, I mean, question. unless, like, he comes out with some actual proof. And that's the problem. Like, He's making all these accusations and has zero... He, now, he has proof that uh, Neiman has cheated before in online tournaments, but there has been no proof from him or any other outlet whatsoever that he has ever cheated in an over-the-board match. Has anyone edited Neiman as Newman from Seinfeld? No, but they should. They really should. Newman. This 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 scandal is is crazy. See you later, can guys. I, I'm headed to work. Thank you for stopping by, uh, at least you listen. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Bye bye. Can I share my scandal? You you have a scandal? Who no, did no, you stick I don't your have dick a scandal. This time, Natai. I I don't have a scandal. Thankfully, uh, ooh, oh, thank no. God. Please I did not have sex with that woman. With that woman, Miss Lewinsky. No, Pokemon? I want to share. <laughs> you wish. Uh, oh, I do. I, um, I don't know if you guys have been following up with the Bayonetta story. Oh, I've been thing. keeping up with it every dude, day. I love dude. this story. So, so Holy shit. Let me try and summarize this shit show. So th- th- this is 3... a prime example of pride comes before the fall. Bruh, bruh. We'll get to it. So Bayonetta 3 has been in development for like a good chunk of time. Like, a long time. Bayonetta let's, 2 came out like eight years before ago. You get, before you get too far into the story, let's back up. This uh, this story is ostensibly about voice actors and what they get paid. Oh yeah, there have been a lot of calls, not just from voice actors. We've did we did an entire episode about this where we talked about how little voice actors get paid. And yes, it, there is one hundred percent tons of evidence out there that voice actors, especially for anime and video games, are ridiculously underpaid. 
yeah, right, continue. Like, I think let's let's make this clear. Like, I think all of us are like super passionate about this subject. But yeah, yeah. So Baron Three is right around the corner. Not too long ago, it's been announced that the uh, original voice actress uh, will not come back as Bernadette, and she's been recast as uh, Jennifer Hale. She's who's like a fantastic voice actress, actress by the way. a fantastic voice actor. Now, uh, about two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken, so the original voice actress, which I kind of feel bad for not writing down her name, but uh, like I'll find it out. But anyway, she posted a series of tweets and a YouTube video where she basically talks about how... Helena Taylor, uh, by the way, is who you're thinking Helena about. Taylor, yeah. Elena Taylor. So she basically said that she's not reprising her role because Platinum Games offered her a very lo low like wage for like her reprisal, mm. and she said they offered her only four thousand dollars for the like for recording her lines for and the entire project and no residuals, no royalties, no residual, nothing. Uh, let's be honest. And everyone though, in the about residuals is like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's be honest about the residuals and royalty. A lot of voice actors, unfortunately, don't get those. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Basically, she said she called out for a boycott of the game and said use that money for charity. And on the surface, it was very much of uh, a. It seemed like unfortunately a normal story of voice actor gets fucked over. Uh, big company doesn't give a shit. Mm. And the, and the fans rallied around it and they rallied on that story and like obviously people were like what the fuck platinum yeah which then, is already uh, already setting off alarms honestly because i was like yo platinum has a really good reputation for a reason like, yeah but then but this is but this. this is also the, the par big, for the, the course big, in voice acting so but the big uh, thing was like wait a minute they gave her that that offer but then they hired Jennifer Hale as the voice actor, who is a like a pro union voice actor. Like, and she also she no... also is notorious for demanding higher rates. Anyway, uh, I don't know about that, but she is like very pro union and like she's a prolific voice actress. Like, there's no way she yeah. would take that low of wages, right? She, yeah, so it was yeah. kind of and, sus. And she's been in yeah. some really high profile games yeah. too. There's no way like they would like try and get Jennifer Hale for that low amount of money. Um, this is like hiring then, someone off of off of like an off Broadway production and then going with fucking like Marlon Brando for your lead role, basically, which anyway, is like very very story. suspicious. But that's not the end of the story. Then after like, a, like and then Platinum gave a very like neutral response, and so did uh, Jennifer Hale because obviously like something's going on. She just got a really then, good gig. She doesn't want to rock the boat. I, I don't think it's about that. The thing is, so she probably signed an NDA. The goat. Yeah, it's basically NDA. So apparently, the go Jason Schreier broke the story that uh, the original offer uh, Helen and Taylor got was around fifteen thousand dollars for like her recordings, mm -hmm. entire like the, for the entire project, which is like pretty fucking good. Apparently, she asked for more from Platinum. She declined that original offer. She asked for more, and she asked for residuals, which almost no big voice actors in gaming. Gets. The only people who get and, residuals are like actual like Hollywood actors that come yes. in to do voice acting for games and anime and stuff. And apparently, and like, she didn't just ask for a little bit more. She, like it was like what six figures? Six figures, yeah. Yeah, which yeah is so it was not a small amount. Yeah, and then and apparently she like she would claim it's like a it's like a hundred forty million dollar franchise. How come you can pay me more? It's like it's not a forty for, for, for forty million dollar uh, four hundred. Million dollar franchise. Get the number right. 
it's it's not doing that good like it is still quite niche even though it's a big yeah. franchise um and then apparently she did like the four thousand offer was an offer that Platinum gave her as like a cameo appearance for like mm. one session to get four thousand dollars which is like that's not bad at all for actually. a couple hours work i'd do that yeah so basically like it's it's really frustrating because i was one of those people like oh that's really fucking shitty what happened to her she basically weaponized the fan base and it's like that's so shitty that's like because again all of us are like very passionate about this issue so it feels so fucking disgusting that can someone I, would can use I, can that I say something about this though and weaponize when, people when she like when that. she came forward with this she also offered no proof that any of this actually happened yeah, that's true. and she said that's true. believe me because i'm a starving voice actor yeah and and literally jason trier has like sources that he claims and again jason trier is like a very noticeable like journalist like he wouldn't just like shit out this report for no reason i will say to his, to his, to his, to his credit journalist he, he he has a name for a reason to, to his yeah. to his credit he is someone who likes to dig as deep as possible into stories before saying anything about them he has a very good reputation so like obviously people will take his word and it's like and apparently and then after that she admitted she lied to some of the thing about some of the things she said so it's like what the fuck are you doing it's like so not only has she torpedoed her own career which I i've heard stories saying she didn't want to be a voice actor anymore anyway but hey if you want to go out go out on terms that don't fuck it up for everybody else because what she has effectively done is made it more difficult for voice actors to yep. advocate on their own behalf for higher wages yep it's because so now stories because now now there's going to be more there's going to be more uh studios and 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 developers out there that are going to be saying god are our voice actors just going to go out there and fucking destroy us on social media just for fucking clout because that's what she did she did this for clout no no other reason story's so not done yet disgusting. either like um it was only what a couple days ago it ca uh it came out that some of the uh, charities that she was uh advocating for is anti-abortion charities See, nice. that, that's that doesn't even matter to me because that's immaterial to the actual story but i all i care about is all, uh. all that she's really done it, it is completely immaterial to the story she could be donating to the nazi party and i wouldn't give a shit because it doesn't oh, i would give a shit because that's terrible yeah the fact that she was lying and it's like this sensitive of a subject it's yeah. like it's fucking over or so many people she fucking fucked over probably a lot of good like a lot of like people who were like who had good faith in platinum yeah hopefully like most of the people like again i for a second was like what the fuck platinum i was like on her side from the get-go mm. and it's like i feel betrayed i feel disgusted like going that way right yeah right like, i mean if if, if 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 it's true that she really just didn't want to do voice acting anymore which is fine like if you want to change your career trajectory fine torpedo your own career don't torpedo other people's career on your way out the door no for real and it's so and and, and she lashed out against jennifer helsing it's like mm. she has no right over the character like what the fuck is wrong with you, man? It's like I will say, congrats to Jennifer Hale. Not only has she picked up a really good role, but um, I feel like she handled this with so much class, whereas Helena Taylor yeah. did not yeah, at all. Very much, very like Jennifer. Hale, it's very funny to see how like those two like handle it so differently. Like Jennifer, Hale, as you said, handled it with so much class and grace, and Helena Taylor had none of it. Yeah, absolutely none of it. But I, I just I don't understand like. Uh, she had to know that eventually people would find this out. I, I will say, if I were the head of um, of Platinum, I would just say, "Hey, see you in court, bitch." 
That's what I would do. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to play Bayonetta 3, though. Yeah, with Jennifer sure Hale? Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be a great time. I mean, But yeah, it's like, there's so many fucking weird scandals lately. This is one of them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I just... I don't, I don't understand. Like, did she think that people would... I mean, obviously, some people did just believe her because she said it. And yeah, it, it kind of tracks with some things that we've heard about voice acting. But this is why you shouldn't just outright believe people if they bring you absolutely no proof. If they bring you some proof, then you say, hmm, maybe they're right. If they say stuff and then bring you zero proof, and then when you ask for proof, they say, well, you just got to believe me, uh, you should... That's a huge red flag. Huge but again, it's like it, it's it's like big like it's 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 really infuriating how she literally weaponized the fan base mm. like that, because yeah. that's what she did. There's no other way around it. She weaponized like a large group of people against Platinum and Jennifer Hale and Law. Like it's so fucked up, dude. Which because is, she knew she knew is, people would believe her. Which is again something that social media does really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know, man. I really don't know. But yeah, there there are a ton of scandals going on all over the place. Um, it seems like every professional sport has some kind of like the NFL has a huge thing going on right now with concussions as well. Has it not been going on for like the past few decades though? Well, yeah, but it's gotten even like more heated now, especially since we almost watched someone die on national television the other a uh, couple weeks ago. I thought oh, it was shit, heated really? Will what Smith what was happened with crazy. that? Uh, uh, the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins just got fucking laid out, and then he just wasn't moving on the field. Oh shit! <laughs> Turns That's out bad. he had like a massive instantaneous concussion. Holy shit! That's really bad. Good god. Uh, yeah. Uh, we should move on though. Uh, we can't spend a whole all the rest of the episode talking about this. Um, one thing I want to talk about, uh, and Natalia, I think, also wanted to talk about, since it is Halloween, I feel like. We definitely have to talk about some horror movies and uh, just general spooky media. And it's like, what, what's some of our favorite stuff? I need to watch a lot of horror movies and mm. play a lot of horror games because I'm lacking. That's like one of one of the few genres I'm like not well, that well versed in. I love Dead Space from the little I streamed uh, mm. a year ago, two years ago. Yeah. Um, I, I do have one thing like so it's not horror, but so Dark Souls, right? I love those games. They're great. They're fantastic. I wouldn't qualify them as horror, but they put you in the in a mind space, in like this like state of mind where you're like so fidgety and so like like trying to be super aware of everything around you that it's like almost put you. I I think it's like that sort of like sense of horror where you're like what's around the corner, what's over there? Oh my god! I, one of my favorite memories of playing Dark Souls two actually, I was. It was like three o'clock at night. I was like playing it, and and at, at that point, I was like so immersed in it, so immersed. In it. I remember like just walking this like random environment that was like very very creepy, mm-hmm. and I was like like very tense, very much like in it, and like in the corner of my eyes so moving. I was like freaking out, and it's just a fucking spider. So you know. <laughs> That sort of sensations, like, uh, like I love how those games put me. In Wait that a minute, sort of... did you say just a fucking spider? No, there's no such thing as just a fucking spider. You murder that beast. Oh, oh, I, 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 I took my headphones on and I just, just blitzed out of the room. I was like, fuck this shit. It's like Charlie with the cockroach. Almost, like, I, I didn't <laughs> scream like a girl, but yeah. I look for so with the streams that I do, I look forward to the day where I'm just streaming and paying attention to the game. All of a sudden, I see a spider just like crawl across the desk in front of me. Oh, it's gonna be great. 
I almost brought something like that to the states when I came to visit. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh God. I told you what would happen if that if you did that too. You'd have to find Alex a new place like, to stay. Alex was like, "You're not staying in this hotel room if you're bringing this shit with you." Nope. I'm like, okay. Nope. Um, I screamed several times coming across a huntsman spider and grounded. See, that's exactly why I'll never play grounded. It's got it's got spiders in it. No, 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 no. Um. Can I tell you what my favorite piece? Well, it's not my favorite, but one of my favorite pieces of, of spooky media is. Please. Doki Doki Literature Club. Dude, oh, Jesus Christ. Dude. So, okay, go on. Like, I, I <laughs> no, I mean, what else is there to say? It's. It, I don't want to ruin it because there are people out there who haven't played it yet. And I feel like if you if you give too much away for the story, it takes away from how spooky it really is. Um, there are some good fucking weird shit in that game. I, I really enjoy playing through it. It, it, is, it is scary as hell. And there's only like, I think one or two jump scares in the entire game and they're not even that intense the the the, the scariness comes from like how twisted un- it is that and how uneasy it makes you feel the more you play it like the uh that like the tension and the unease factor is like way up there i will say though the fucking like first half for like first half of the game probably intentionally so hmm. is so fucking boring <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it sets itself up as like your typical, you know, like high school dating sim kind of thing, and then you get to like the end of that first act, and you're like, "This is not what I signed up for," <laughs> which is great. I and I feel like I I don't I don't envy what Dan Salvato has to do now with making another game because there's no way there's no way he makes anything quite so. Um, Curious to see what he can good again. I everything's think. gonna be compared to it. Let's be very real. Yeah, I I don't know how he's gonna top himself with this. I will say that there there are, after Doki Doki Literature Club came out, I do remember seeing a uh, a lot of I won't say copycats, but things that were heavily inspired by it. Where it seems really cutesy and fun, and then like halfway through or something, it becomes this crazy nightmare fuel i mean remember back when window come came out and then mm. a lot of anime tried to pull that shit as well so yeah like, makes sense the dark magical girl stuff also i want to i want to point out something that um so i recently wa- by recently i mean earlier this year um i recently watched one of the uh aren't there a ton of hints of a connected sequel to doki doki i think there is supposed there for what I understand, there's going to be some kind of a sequel to Doki Doki Literature Club, but I don't see how you can do it. Um, I'm anyway. sure you'll think of something. Um, so earlier this year, I watched one of the scariest things I'd ever watched, and it's something that came out in 1984. <laughs> oh, um, wow. So back then, in 1983, there was a, um, a made-for-TV movie that came out here in the United States about um, the aftermath of a nuclear exchange between the U.S. and the Soviet Union. It was called The Day After. Um, Mm. And it follows a group of people in the U.S. um, that are the survivors of uh, essentially a a nuclear war. Um, But, um, and it was was very American. Uh, It was very hopeful. Um, Like, it ends on a very hopeful note that, you know, life goes on, there will be a future for people. 
Um, and about a year later, and that was made by uh, ABC here in the U.S. About a year later, the BBC came out with a movie called Threads. Um, it's also a made-for-TV movie that's also about the same length um, in its runtime as uh, The Day After. However, there is nothing hopeful. There is nothing cheery. There is nothing to be in any way hopeful for in this movie it ends on the most depressing note you can fucking imagine oh um, man and it, it 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 just basically so in in this one it's obviously set in the uk it's specifically in the city of sheffield um and it shows in gruesome absolutely heart-wrenching detail the aftermath of a nuclear exchange um up to like 13 i think it goes all the way up to 13 years after the um the 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 war itself breaks out and just how much society just completely breaks down it's it's so depressing and it it's a hard rewatch it is a really really hard rewatch there's Jesus. one movie uh, called come and see that i think it's like focused on the holocaust or at least it's world war ii yes and... I've, I've seen this too it's very depressing yeah so like and i've been hearing about it for a long time now and i want to check it out because it's like apparently like a really fucking good movie it's, but it's a it's a it, war movie but it's from it's and it's about world war ii but it's from the russian perspective and it's like so and, I, and but from all the things i've heard about it, it's like i'm like do i really want to watch it do i really like it, it's like every everyone who watched it were like this is so fucking depressing and horrifying yeah it's like like i appreciate like media that can make me feel that bad and can make me like feel oh, all great. these feelings but like sometimes you're like i don't need this right now in my <laughs> life you know like yeah. sometimes like i'm sorry i love bojack horseman sometimes i don't want to be depressed right now you know <laughs> i get it i really do but uh, this year i did watch nope uh in theaters have you guys watched it i haven't seen it now that's the new jordan peele no. movie right it's the new jordan peele movie it's like it's it's kind of weird to call it horror because I would call it more of a thriller than horror, but I will say like some of the, like, let's call it creature design mm. near the end of the movie is up my alley, dude. I fucking love like, I had a friend who watched it and he said he called it a self-aware sci-fi thriller. Yeah, I would call it that. It's, it's very much that I, I, I really enjoyed like, it's a, it's a really solid movie. I would highly recommend it. It's like, it's all the fun. Like the the characters themselves, like are like really really fun to watch interact mm. with each other. But the 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 let's call it the opposing thread in the movie is like by the end when you get a sense of it, it's like really fucking cool. It's like I really yeah. gravitate toward that aesthetic, I guess, of creatures. I guess. I, no, I, I didn't I tried, get a chance to see it while I was in theaters, so I'll have to I'll have to it, catch it sometime. It's the best ex, it's best experience as blind as possible. That I, I haven't watched any trails about of it, but I and I really enjoyed it. So like I would highly recommend it. It's, Time for the great. newer the new All Quiet on the Western. I can't wait for that movie to come out. It looks really good. You're making a new one? Yeah, I didn't um, know it's that. All, Netflix is making a new one, and it is entirely in German. Dang, I need to watch really? the original uh, one. Yeah, they got they got all German actors um, in the in the movie. Um, the entire thing is in German, which the original novel that it's based off of was written in German. Um, yeah, it's World War One from the German perspective, and um, it's it, it's crazy. Um, all, and it's in another one that's incredibly depressing. Very div. I, I've read the novel. It's a very depressing read. Oh, no, that sounds really cool, though. Yeah, 
Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I definitely want to watch it when it comes out. I don't know. Is it out yet or is it coming out in November? I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. That's another, that's another fucking depressing thing to watch. Um, so I have to add, it's already out. Okay. Well, I'll have to go watch it as soon as possible then. Um, I can't wait to be depressed. <laughs> um, maybe I'll I, watch I it. I to watch horror, horror movies. I wanted to watch them before the WTF. Mm. And I didn't get a chance, which is so. Like, what's your favorite like slasher movie? Like from like the eighties. I watched a lot of slasher movies. Really? Yeah. I one of my friends. uh, One of my friends actually loves the original Halloween. Mm. He loves it so much. He says it's such a good movie. And I. I, We'll be watching it in our Discord server later tonight. Mm. Unfortunately, I won't be able to Uh make it. But yeah, I, I. The thing with slasher movies, like. Trying to remember, I think I watched one ages ago, but I, it was really bad. I guess I never got the appeal of it, you know. It's just gratuitous gore and violence, really. I guess that's yeah, about. That's yeah, really like, I, I need to give it a it. shot. Although lots of gratuitous titties usually do, which is nice. Hey. Titties. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I just think they're harm. I, I say harmless, but they're just they're just fun. They're fun movies to just turn your brain off and watch because most of them aren't super deep. Um, you got the old Friday the Thirteenth movies, Halloween, like you mentioned, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know. They're just they're just uh, Booba, Booba, indeed. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I just I, I like them because they're just they're fun. They're fun. Just turn your brain off. Movies. Just watch people die. <laughs> oh hey, Snittles is in the chat too. He. Um, also, like yeah. the old, old zombie movies too, I really like. Um, I love the old George Romero movies: Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the nah, Dead. I can't do zombies. I'm a total wuss. What? What? Really? I am a total wuss. I can barely do horror. Really? We need to watch yeah. that together, Chinoda. Yeah. We should. We'll shit our pants together. Yes. Although, what's like, your guys' uh, favorite like horror games? If you played any. So I don't like playing like solo horror games because so many horror games rely on jump scares and yeah they make you go huh they they make you go huh because yeah it's startling but it's not scary it doesn't stay with you like Doki Doki Literature Club that shit stays with me not because of jump scares but because it's so fucking unnerving and unsettling. Dead Space is really existential horror. (laughs) Yeah, existential horror. That's what I like. I don't like the jump scares. I hate jump scares because they're so cheap. They're so fucking cheap. I can get there's that. A, there's a really solid... It's not a video game, but uh, uh, me and my group of friends like to play every now and then this board game called, called Eldritch Horror. It's a really fun board game. Uh, it takes around like four to six hours to play. So mm-hmm. like it is... It's a it's a long-ass game. But so basically like the point... Of, it's a cooperative game where you, you and the other players, you play together to sort of defeat an Eldritch God, mm-hmm. which is the game board itself. And the fun thing about it is so much good flavor text that delves into that sort of like eldritch heart to it. And it's a hard ass game. It, 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 it doesn't give a shit about you. It will punish you for like making bad decisions. Mm. And when you do make those bad decisions and like the events and like your like weird shit plays out, there's like a really good chunk of like flavor text. That's like how your characters slowly losing their minds and like just losing like their sanity. And it's, it's incredible. I, I love it. It's a really fun game. Uh, Orca saying Eternal Darkness. Is that a game? Yeah, it is a game. Okay. I haven't I played it, though. It. Um, I mean, also, 
Silent Hill 2 remake. That's the thing that's coming. That is a thing oh, that's shit. coming. Yeah. Um, I, I want to play the original one and two. Soon and I on our Twitch channel here, we've recently streamed um, Resident Evil 5. That was an experience. I will say, I don't think it's the the games the gameplay hasn't held up very well. It's um very much I a mean, product of its time. Five is more of an action game than horror, let's be honest. It's more of just yeah, it is. It's it's like fucking John McClane fighting zombies. He just he went to play six. That that one is ooh, that was wild. It's a good time though. Uh had our DM go mad with reading the rules for Call of Cthulhu. That's also a video oh, game God. too. Call of Cthulhu is a board game, but it's also a video game too, I believe. It's also a book. Well yeah, it's also a book. But um <laughs> all of the HP Lovecraft stories are books. I love Eldritch Horror. It's so cool. And I, I wanna I have a, I they have a very unpopular Horror movies. I have a very unpopular opinion about that shit. Um People praise the shit out of HP Lovecraft. I think that he deserves the praise for creating this whole genre of cosmic horror, essentially. He was a racist motherfucker. Though. He was a racist anti-Semite motherfucker, but yeah. but Fun every fact. single person does HP Lovecraft stories better than HP Lovecraft did. Oh, that's absolutely true. Which is hilarious. Bloodborne is HP Lovecraft. I will say one of the great things, one of the great things from his writing legacy, because the man does not, the man himself does not deserve to be praised. He was a terrible human being. But um, apparently, I can't confirm this quite yet. I need to look more into it. Apparently, he um recognized he was a piece of shit later in life and like apologized for it. I mean, that's that's I, that, I that, need that, proof for that. That's great if yeah, it's same. true. But, I mean, the dude was definitely a racist anti-Semite. Oh, absolutely. Um, but he definitely... I think he deserves the praise for, like, really... I, I won't say necessarily he invented cosmic horror, because I think it was kind of around, but he certainly codified it and made it, like, a regular thing. Such a cool branch of horror. It's like, I wish we would get, like, really good movies out of it. Do you, know so what would, do you know what would have been a great cosmic horror story if the fucking executive producers behind it would have let it be? Mass Effect? Yeah. Uh, I fucking... I... I, I every single time... You could get I, a good... Like, you, you could make a good cosmic horror story out of it, but I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with how Mass Effect turned out to be more like a space opera thing. You know? Try the Void Natai. Okay. That must be a game too. Um, the what? The, the void? void? I um, Send in my way. I've never heard of it. Um, feel free to send in my way on Discord. I know that talking about like horror media, something that I've gotten really big into recently is analog horror. Um, there's a lot of it now on, on YouTube that you can go watch for free. Um, and again, it's it's not about things like jump scares and, and shit like that. It's about making you feel unnerved. It's about making you feel uneasy and paranoid while you watch it. And that's what makes it good. You got stuff like Local 58. You have the Mandela catalog. Hell, uh, Kane Pixel's uh, backroom stuff that's that he's doing right now is really fucking good. Like, I love this independently produced and, and created um analog horror stuff that we have on youtube right now it, it's a lot of it is i can't say necessarily better produced because obviously hollywood can do bet some things a lot better but writing wise it's it's so good a lot of this stuff oh the yep. void is a movie it's not a game i've never heard of it i'll yeah. uh, look it up uh, but it's sure a lovecraft it inspired movie 
Oh. I love the Lovecraft like aesthetic. It's not Lovecraft, uh, more of like a of a Geiger type of aesthetic. But Scorn just came out, and I don't know if you guys heard of this. I've heard game, the I've it, heard the name, but yeah. I know nothing about it. It's it's just take a look at some of the gameplay. It's really really weird. It mm. looks so fucking cool though. I Five... love how it looks. Five Nights at Freddy's VHS collection. Yeah, that's also some good analog horror that uh, came out. I think it was like a year and a half ago now, maybe a little longer ago than that. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's is another horror uh, horror game that is super popular. Not for me. Again, that Not relies entirely on jump scares, so I will never play it. Um, is it all jump scares though? I thought there I mean, was uh, more to it if you like read it or whatever. Oh, you want well, me to do a part of eighty-seven? Want me to do a posture check, Natai? <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, was that the bite of '87? It's like it's like talking about Five Nights at Freddy's door is way more enjoyable than playing the game. Yeah, it is. It one hundred percent is. I think the problem with Five Nights at Freddy's is so much attention was was put on making the lore that the game takes a back seat to it now. Um, what's some other really good horror stuff that I, I enjoy? Mm -hmm. um, Junji Ito. Junji Ito is fucking great. Yes. I, like, I normally don't do horror at all, but, like, if I make any exception, it's for him. Mm. Like, that's some shit that gets under my skin, but, like, I can't help but read it over and over because I'm holy so shit, hyped for so Uzumaki. If it ever I'm comes so, out. I, dude, they've been working on it for so long. I, I, because I, I read the, the beginning of Uzumaki and I loved it. Mm -hmm. And then that trailer dropped. And I'm like, I, I want to wait. I want to watch it first as an, an anime, and I'm so hyped for it to come out. It's gonna Thank be so good. Thank you for the citrus fork. <laughs> Your goddamn citrus. Hey, it's vitamin C, man. I'm here for it. I don't have any citrus, so I'll just do my kohi. Kohi. Mm. Kohi. Coffee. Green tea. Mm. But yeah. Oh, and a stretch. Oh. Um. Oh, I'll tell you. So, so this is sort of a Lovecraft-inspired movie that I really like. Um, have any of you ever seen Event Horizon? I haven't yes. seen it. Oh, I what really? I it's love. So good. I it's such a guilty pleasure movie for me. I love Event Horizon. It's got some corny ass acting it. in it, but it is so good. And it's got that that great Sam Neill scream in it too. Oh! Oh, is that from Event Horizon? Yes, yeah, it dude. is. Have you ever seen uh, any of the Critical Drinkers movies when it cuts that Sam Neill screen? That's exactly that what scream. movie it's from. I love that scream. It's so funny. Um. Yeah. Oh, yes. One hundred percent, Frog. It is. Uh, Event Horizon is a must watch. Um. You need to run. Well, thank you for stopping by. Um, there's a, there's some other good like um, um, like hor like one off horror movies or or thriller type movies that I really like. Um, it's not it's not really a horror movie, but something that I really really love by Stephen King is Misery. I love really? Misery so much. I and I have a, I have a very unpopular opinion about Stephen King. His best work are his works that aren't specifically horror. 
wasn't he like hooked up on cocaine for most of his like books he wrote back then? Yes, um, uh, the co-writer of it is definitely cocaine. <laughs> I haven't read it, but uh, I watched the first movie and I liked it quite a bit. I thought it was very very solid. Hmm. You know, um, it part one. I haven't watched it part two, but but the th the I three do... best the three best books in my opinion that Stephen King ever wrote were Misery, Shawshank Redemption, and The Green Mile. Shawshank Redemption was Stephen King. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. No, 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 no. You shitting me? No. Hold up. No, it was it was Stephen King. I'll, I mean, I haven't read the book, but I love the movie. <laughs> oh, the movie is absolutely fantastic. It's fantastic. Even if you've never read the book, one hundred percent. Go, uh, go. It go. is a Stephen King book. Shit, I never knew that. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Uh, but that, in my movie. opinion, those are his three best movies, and like books excuse me well the movies are also fantastic too but those are his three best books um and only one of them the green mile has anything ostensibly to do with like magic or something occultish i want to go back and watch the shining so bad i oh, the i feel shining like an idiot i yet never hmm. watched it I, I need to it's a cubic movie it's like it's i'm sure hey, it's great hey hey natai all work and no play Make Jack a dull boy. <laughs> the, but the crazy thing with the movie is, like, the more you hear about it, the more it's kind of you start to question if Kubrick was just insane. Because yeah, so he was not like, treating anybody well on that set. So for most of the production, the female lead he would like isolate her. From yeah, Shelley Duvall. Yeah, yeah, he would tell like the crew and the other actors to just not talk to her and and ignore her to get her to be in that sort of like. Uh, state of paranoia mm -hmm. and the kind of weird thing about it and like kind of like horrifying thing about it, it works like her from the little i've seen like she looks dim, like mental in the movie it's kind yeah. of scary and it, you're it kind works of trying for to the think, movie like, it works really good for the it movie. works for the movie but it's like at what cost of the actual health of the actress i know you that know? i like, know that after the movie excuse me was finished she had to go to therapy for a while that yikes it's so sucks. fucked up but it's like you have this auteur but it's like when like is it right to like mm -hmm. praise him for like fucking over like people's mental health you know that's that's very true um i i don't know that's a that's a great question to ask and it's a great discussion to have but i mean stanley kubrick was like that for a lot of his movies too like he was he is a perfectionist and he wanted a very specific like uh, performance from the actors that he hired. Unpopular opinion. I think 2001, I knew even though it's kind of a miracle of a movie, how it got, like, it actually looks for its time, it, it still doesn't hold up. up. The, 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 the effects oh, still hold up today. I, I'm not talking about the effects, but the movie as a whole, it's... It, it is, it is a it twice. It's, it's a very long it's a movie. Slog. It's a, it's a slog. It is a very long movie, and it's very it's avant garde in a way, especially with like the really long musical scenes. Um, it's impressive, but man, it's like it's so slow. And not like musical, as in like you know tap dancing and shit. I mean, like there's there's scenes where there's no dialogue, and it's just panning shots of a scene with a lot of classical music playing over it. Oh, it's okay. So hard to get. Like through, the man. the entire like first fifteen minutes of the movie has no dialogue, and it, it's the stuff with the Dawn of Man, where you're watching the monkeys find the uh, 
the monolith and like it's like, I think it's supposed to be like a million years ago or so on Earth. Yeah. And the monolith, and like the monolith like uh, speeds up the evolution of the monkeys, and you actually see them learning to use tools. I love that shot where like the monkey throws the bone up into the sky and, and then the, it transitions. Yeah, the, 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 the match cut history. to the satellite. That's amazing, like incredible yeah. shit. But it's like the movie as a whole is like it's a it's very hard to get through, man. That I tried. That cut though is one of the best cuts in Hollywood history. That match oh, cut from the bone sure. being thrown up into the air and then it just instantly match cuts to being a satellite in orbit of Earth. That it's beautiful. I love yeah. that shot. There's a lot of really beautiful shots in, in 2001. I agree with you, though. The, the movie is an absolute slog to get through, and you have to genuinely be passionate about sci-fi to get through it. I don't know, man. It's like, I, I love filmmaking. I, I'm very passionate about it, but I had a hard time have, through 2001. Have you ever seen the sequel, 2010? I'm not there's playing on because there's a what? sequel they made, like... 30, 40 years later for no fucking reason. In the 19, well, it's because there's it's a series of four books. There's 2001, 2010, 2061, and 3001. But let's be honest. It's not like the fucking movie is like... It's very much a movie. It doesn't feel like an adaptation of the book. Because the movie is so fucking vague about everything, right? It is. Uh, now, part of that is because the movie and the book were written together. They were written simultaneously. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so the way this came about is Kubrick actually approached um, Arthur C. Clarke, who wrote the book 2001. Right. And he said, I have this idea that I want to do uh, like a, a sci-fi sort of space opera type movie. Um, do you want to help me write it? And he said, well, sure. I'll just write a novel right along with you. And so they actually worked together writing a novel and a screenplay at the same time. Well, for the same story. cool. Now I will say there are major differences between the um, the book and the, and the 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 movie. Um, in the in the movie they're going to Jupiter, in the book they go to Saturn. <laughs> hmm. I should read it sometime. Yeah, it's it's a. I mean, it's Arthur C. Clarke. He's one of the greatest sci-fi writers of all time. But um, um, yeah. I, we I, got I sidetracked with the discussion about 2001. <laughs> I know. I definitely think you should give it's the sequel movie that came out 2010 a, a, a shot because it is actually really good. I would argue that it's it's in terms of like cinematography, it's actually better than the first movie. Really? Yeah. It just it gets overshadowed because 2001 is such like a beast in in filmmaking it's, history. It's, it was such a turning point for like filmmaking. So, it was know? it was a huge turning point turning point for sci-fi movies because prior to 2001 almost all sci-fi was just this b-movie schlock that just kept getting shoveled out like fucking shovelware from nintendo um like that's what it was and then like 2001 was the first real attempt i mean there were a couple of attempts before that but it was the first big budget attempt to it's do, like it's like, like an epic serious sci-fi yeah I mean, before that, you had Forbidden Planet, which was kind of it straddled the line between serious and and B movie. Planet of the Apes come released after two thousand one, I think so, right? When was Planet of the Apes? Let's Planet of the Apes is another fucking phenomenal movie, by the way. Bro, I has love one of the Planet best. Of the, the one of the best. If you've never seen it, I won't spoil it. Has one of the best twist endings in Hollywood history. That 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 quote at the end is so good. I love that quote so much. Nineteen sixty eight. Okay. That was the first one. So um, then uh, I think 69 is when 
2001 came out, I think. 1968, too. Dang. Oh, they both. Wow. It's a good year for sci-fi movies, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, Plan the Also, I love the new, like, the, the trilogy they did not too long ago was also pretty great. Uh, yeah. Have you seen them? I have. I, I think I think they're good. It's just it's really hard not to want to see Planet of the Apes with Charlton Heston in it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but like, it's not gonna happen. I love like the the second one, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, is amazing. I love that movie so much. I yeah. think it's like it's a fantastic movie. Um, also, there are more original Planet of the Apes movies than just the first one. Oh, there's um, a sh they made a shit ton of it back in the day. Yeah, back in the... So, 1968, you had the original Planet of the Apes. Then in 1970, they did Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Um, Which was a weird movie. In 71, <laughs> they did Escape from the Planet of the Apes. 72, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. And 73, Battle for the Planet of the Apes. They really I remember said, watching Beneath. make a bunch of them. <laughs> I remember watching Beneath Planet of the Apes, and it was... It's such a weird sequel. Like, it it's is. real, really strange. It's ostensibly like a rescue mission, but then it just becomes like, no, let's just find this guy so we can stop him. <laughs> it's a weird movie. But yeah. I will say that's another movie, old movie where practical makeup effects went out and they still look fucking phenomenal. The ape designs in the in like in the old movies like were fantastic. Yeah, it's like I'm also always the... I'm always a stickler. Like I will always advocate for it. Practical makeup effects, practical model work, just practical special effects in general. Do it. But it you, holds you up. can't deny you can't deny like in the actual the new trilogy, like the, the effects for the monkeys are like incredible. Oh, like they they they, they, oh, they do look great. They, they do really look good, do. but just considering that the original used all there's no CG obviously in the original coming yeah. out in the nineteen sixties, and the fact that it still holds up like a modern movie would is a, incredible. Shout out to Andy Serkis' performance. Like, holy shit, that guy can act as a monkey. <laughs> Andy Serkis is just fantastic all around. Such a good actor, dude. I just... <laughs> I'm reminded of that joke from uh, Steve Harvey when he said he interviewed Michael Clark Duncan. This is when they did the remake for Planet of the Apes back in 2001. And the he Tim was, Burton one. And, uh, yeah, and he was one of the... Uh, I can't remember which character he was, but he was one of the monkeys in that, and he's like... You mean to tell me you're going to go to Planet of the Apes and play a damn monkey? This is going to set us <laughs> back 50 years. <laughs> Yikes. That's fucked up, but at the same time, hilarious. And then he said, how much they paying you? And he said, well, I don't usually tell anybody, but since it's, I can't remember the number, he said like, like $20 million. And Steve Harvey's like, for $20 million, I'll be the best damn monkey you ever saw. <laughs> Steve Harvey is an experience. Oh man, I I love that. It's one of my favorite jokes ever. Um, all right, so, um, kind of on the same vein of, can we talk about how good Chainsaw Man is, real quick? Jesus. I like how you were so loud. You you hit the mic gate on, or the audio gate on your mic, and just like it's like. <laughs> Jewish. Your mic broke. I've been, I've been salivating at the idea of talking about it on the podcast for a long time now. I think it's Dude, fair, fair to so say, good. fair to say, once this is over, we're probably going to do a spoiler cast on it. Oh, oh you think? Oh, you think, Alex? I think same Holy with Spy shit. Family too. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, there's only been three episodes out, but it's so fucking good. I've been, I've been enjoying the shit out of this oh, show. Oh man. Just props to first of all, props to Mappa for how they're going about props producing this entire anime. Um, they're pretty much they are the the uh, production committee. 
Um, so they're getting to retain a lot of the um, the money that's being made which from is great. this. Which is fa- absolutely fucking fantastic. Um, but also just just props in general to the way they're going about it too with um, like we have a new ED every single episode. Every not just episode. new not just new music, new animation every ED too. Which I wasn't expecting. I was Still like wild mm. to me that they're able to do that. Dude, dude, dude. I was like, 11 EDs? Mm, maybe we'll like, it'll be the same visuals again. Like, there's no way. Because I'm that fucking nerd will never skip an OP and an ED. I never do that shit. Because they, they, they did something similar with um, Real Life, where they... It was but the Real same. Life, the visuals, the the visuals, visuals were very minimal. But the visuals were, were the same every episode, but the song was different. Yeah. But then, they fucking... Whoa, like, so the first ED, like, is a banger of... Like, you have no visuals, unfortunately. But the song is a banger. I love that song. It's so fucking good. But then, the second ED is such a bop. And the visual is so fun. And this new episode... Holy shit. One, oh, my God. I have, I have, visuals, a, I have a feeling that when they do the Blu-ray release for Chainsaw Man, that first ED is probably going to have visuals added in. I wish that song deserves a good visual ED. I love that song so much. Mm-hmm. Chainsaw Blood is such a good song. I, d- I just but... have this sneaking suspicion that when they do the Blu-ray release, that's going to be one of the special features of it. I hope, but like we'll see. But the the third ED, the uh, Maximum the Hormone song, is so fucking good. Yes. <sighs> I love the visuals of it. So I remember watching it with uh, Ariel, my buddy, and there's this sh- like I did. I think near the the middle of the ED, mm-hmm. it cuts to this like quiet section of the song, and you see Makima like like this same type like costume she wears, and he's like, oh. Did <laughs> did it remind it. you of that uh, that Hoshua Marine uh, music video for a second there? <laughs> Maybe. Right. <laughs> But yeah, Pow. fucking Chainsaw Man is, is is great. I I've been trying to temper my expectations, and it blew past him so easily. We were dude. we were actually talking about this yesterday. How there have been a couple of an, like high profile, very hyped anime that have come out this year, and of course, all of us I think like to temper our expectations as much as possible. But they haven't disappointed. Spy Spy X Family, um, f- fucking JoJo's. I mean, for, for as shitty as its um release schedule is, the animation is Edge Runners. Cyberpunk Edge Runners is pretty good though. <laughs> now we have Back Chainsaw prophecy. Man, dude. I, I, like it's so, and I love like. Did, did you guys notice how fucking horny this show is? You know, y- you oh, think? absolutely. I love it. I love yeah. it. It's it's so it's self aware like, horniness too. I don't know if it's if to call it quirky, but it has this very unique like vibe to it. It's very like there's something about it that's like very so specific to it. Like it's like it's like. How, would, how do I say? It's like, it's like you, you know, there's something weird about yourself that is so exclusive to you yourself. So it's like Fujiwara's like, this is me, and it's like so specific to him being this type of weird, right? Mm, yeah. It's great. I don't even it makes sense what I'm saying, but it's like no, I, I, I love it. I 100 get and understand what you're saying. It is, and it, it, it's very self-aware horniness, which is something that I like. But it's so like I love the, the show open. It's like, oh, I sold one of my nuts. It's like. Okay, you have my attention, sure. You have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. And yes, attention. Denji is my favorite. I love him so much. Mm. Yeah. I just, it, it's it's crazy how good this is. Mappa has just hit the hit it out of the park recently these last couple of years. Mm, the animation is fucking wild, dude. It I is. love how it looks. It looks so good. The fucking fight in episode three, 
Mm. Man, holy shit. The crazy thing is, for me at least, that I have to wait until Sunday after it airs to watch the new episode every week because I'm doing it for the watch party. I don't know how you do it. Every Tuesday, I'm like, this is instantaneously like now. The moment it drops, like, I'm watching it right right fucking now. Yeah, this is one of those where I don't hesitate. I will put aside everything that needs to happen that day. I'll watch it first and then get on with my day. It's one of those. Yeah. Same with so Spy fun, Family, yeah. too. Spy Family is so much fun. It's so chill. I'm going to wait and, and talk about the OP for the second half when we actually talk about the epi- the uh, the show. It's so cute, though. God, I love Bond so much. He's such Bond a good boy. Borf. 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 Literally, that, I told you this before. It was literally, they took that Markiplier video mm-hmm. where, he, where he dubs over dogs and just used that as the voice actor. I swear to Borf. God, they Borf. just Borf. need to get Markiplier to voice Bond in the English dub. They do. They really do. I wish. We have a good, we have a good amount of good doggos this season. We have Bond, we have Puchita. I mean, can you tell? I like Puchita yeah, now. Yeah, I, I see you like. It's a good boy. Well, I can't, I can't, eh, eh, I can't, I can't reach Puchita. Don't touch him. <laughs> no, no, no touch. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's great. I can't wait. This, I, I mean, as even as someone who has read the source material, it's like I'm constantly blown away by it every week now. <laughs> Yeah, I was curious to see what like you thought of it as a manga reader. Uh, they're doing a fantastic job. I can't imagine. Th- there's just something in my mind I can't wrap around. Why Mappa would not animate that scene in the manga where Dingy is going on and on about how great a union <laughs> job is. I can't why figure that out. Why would they ever not say something about I don't, that? Why would Mappa... Why, why, why would an anime studio not talk about how good a union job is? I don't understand. Yo, Chinoda. Yeah. Who's your favorite side character so far in these first three episodes? God, oh, power. God yeah. damn Why is everyone against me so? Power. She's so fucking cool. Fun. Don't get me wrong. I like Makima. I like the other dude. Uh, I don't Aki even is remember great. his name. But, Aki. But power is like a fun character. And I like that. I like, Jolene. I really dude, it's like a Jolene that. energy. It's the big Jolene energy. No, it really is though. But I love how it's super like props to Iofutters for just absolutely killing it this year with two this great is, characters. Dude, she's been on fire this year. Man, I I, I love I love that power. Denji is like, Denji is like, I think I can handle crazy as long as she's hot. I'm like, I get it. Denji, <laughs> just did Denji. Don't don't. It's not worth it. Don't stick dude, your dude, dick my in crazy. Favorite, dude, my favorite bit is like in the second episode where where. Denji's like, hey, Maki, what's like, what's the type of guy you like? And she's like, oh, I like the Denji type. And it's like, dude, that's me. <laughs> it's Denji's like, oh, like, my boy. Oh? <laughs> Do you I love him? He's such a weird main character for like a shonen series, I guess. I love it. He's it's hard so to call this weird. a strict shonen, but... I, it's like, shon- dude, it's like one of Shonen Jump's biggest, like, It manga. is, but it, it's really difficult to call this a shonen. Yeah, that's why I say it's like, it's a really, that's why I've been air quotation, because he's such a, but he's still a weird main character, and I love it. I love you, seeing him interact with everyone. Do you find it funny that dingy is a word in English? What? It means dirty. <laughs> Yep, that oh. makes sense. <laughs> I wonder if that was intentional on the part of the the mangaka calling he's, him he's, dingy. I, 
I love him. It's great. He's like that part where he's like, where he's like, oh, I don't want to use my powers to 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 eviscerate this devil because like he has sympathies for it. Then like Aki is like giving him shit. It's like oh, you fucking disgust me. And he walks out of the room. And then Denji's like, if I would have used my power, I would have ruined all this porn line around. Why would I do that? I'm like, my man, my man, my, my man. man. Um. Yeah, it, it, and if the year contender easily, it's oh, only been three episodes. Easily. Even with just three episodes out, it is easily a contender. That, that, I tell so you what, cool. when we get when we actually have to get together and make our list for our award show this year, boy, it's going to be hard. Not it's just for anime of the year. Show. There, there are great contenders for all the categories this year. And again, I've been slacking off. I haven't watched as as much anime. I need to catch up. Mm. But yeah. All right, well, Chinoda, we haven't gotten anything on your list. Um, so, uh, right, spe- right. speaking of, speaking of catching up on things. All right, so um, during the time between um, last season and the start of this season, in terms of anime, I didn't have like much to watch. Um, so I was like, "Fuck it, let me let me uh, finally go look at things and." I actually have been going back on my mal list and like seeing what I have watched, what I haven't watched, and I've actually been finally watching things. I've finished off. People finishing anime, give him, give him the claps. I know, right? Don't I've give him finished, clap. Like, don't give him clap though. Clap for me. Don't give me the clap. Yeah. Um, I've finished off like three or four already. Like, uh, just last night I finished uh the third season of Railgun, Alex. Oh. Yeah, I finally got Did around you... to finishing it. Wait, and Railgun like... or Index? No, Railgun. Oh, Railgun, okay. I was going to say, yeah, if it was the third season of... I know how long of... ago that was. If it was the third season of Index, I was going to ask you, so how about how they butchered that? <laughs> God, no. We've already been there, done that. Um, I'm really happy about that. I've actually been going back and finishing all this shit, so... That makes me happy. Third season of Railgun uh, is actually pretty good. Oh, it was fantastic. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Get that good beating. And yeah, service. I'm only going to keep on going with my list. I think um, my next one that I'm going to get around... Like, there's a couple that... Um, that are uh, that I've watched a couple episodes of. Um, and, like, just not a, got around to watching... Probably the next thing is going to be Endro from 2019, if anyone remembers that. I remember, Endro. but I've never seen it. Yeah. and Wait, Endro? How do you spell that? I don't remember this. E-N-D-R-O. Uh, E-N-D-R-O. Endro? Endro. Here, I'll, I'll share it with you in the chat. Um, <laughs> Is that an anime? Yeah, dude. Here, here. I, I got you. Give me a sec. Um, and after that, I'm going to be watching... Uh, Shit, what's it called? Working. Uh, season oh. three. Oh. Season three of That's it. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Wagnaria. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, I've only watched an episode of it, apparently, but I remember how much I love season one and two, and I'm like, it's time. I need to go You're back and finish it. Felix. Stop squishing I'm Felix. Stop squishing Felix. Don't worry. He's fine. <laughs> Besides, he he's being squished in the right spot. <laughs> oh, oh, I see how it is. Um, disgusting. Says the man who's got his Gengar on his dick right now. 
He's on my knee. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, so I've been watching that. And at the same portion, in terms of video games, I've actually been like, okay, the list is long. There are plenty of games that are coming out and... I want to play it, but I, I refuse to buy anymore until I actually get through my list. So I've actually started playing uh, some of my old games that I've like just left off on on a random quest or whatever, and just never got back to it. Uh, so I started <coughs> uh, doing that again. I'm on Fallout Three right now, and nice. that's fun as hell. Uh, just got to the fortress, the citadel in uh, over there. Learn how mm. to uh, use all the power armor. Best radio really host cool. in the series, just saying. Huh? Yeah. Best radio host in Fallout, just saying. Oh, Three Dog. I love Three, three Dog. Three Dog. I love, him. <laughs> I love hearing uh, updates from him. Um, the very first time I ever played Fallout 3, I went straight to Galaxy News Radio and shot him in the face. He's a piece of shit. Why would you do Jesus. that? I don't know, but I know that when you do that, it turns Galaxy News Radio into a number station. Wow. Um. Anyway, so I did that. Uh, I've been doing that. I need to get back into it. Um. I'm going to play the DLC for that also, and that's going to be... I don't even know what order to go in, so I'll have to uh, figure that out, but I do know I'm going to be playing that before I move on to whatever the next game is after that. Go play Crash Simulator. I mean Fallout New Vegas. I I have it. I have all the DLC uh, bought for it, but I don't know if I'm going to play it directly after because I've got, like, I've got Dishonored to play. I've got um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey to play. Um... Just play Hades. What are you? What are you on about? Yeah, just play Hades. So I, fucking good. That that look on his I've face. I've heard a like, lot of why, excellent though? things about it, but like not my type of game, honestly. I thought I was on my type of game. I was never into roguelites. Holy shit! I enjoyed Hades. It's so good. Order dude. of the DLC doesn't really matter for Fallout Three. Different story for Fallout New Vegas. One hundred percent a different story for Fallout New Vegas. There is a specific order you should play those. I mean, you can play them in any order, but there's an order you should play them in. Oh, okay. So for three, I'll probably after this story, I'll just play whatever DLC j just to experience them and like try to move on quickly. I also found out that I was a massive hoarder back in the day. A massive uh, in whore? Terms of games. Hoarder. Oh, hoarder. Okay. I thought yeah. you said, I mean, you are a massive whore. We know this. This is evident. <laughs> uh, but no, like, I, I loaded the game back up, I went to my stash, I'm like, what the fuck is all this random junk? Like, why do I have this? <laughs> so I, that uh, was fun. I recently bought, and by recently, I mean a couple of days ago, because they're on sale uh, on Steam, I bought Cyberpunk, finally. Um, hey, I really just... Do, do, part, do part, you really want us to add your house? I do. <laughs> um, part of me just bought it because, number one, it was it was like 50% off. So I figured it's probably not going to get much cheaper than that anytime soon. Um, but I also was really curious to see if it would even play like well enough on my system to even justify ever streaming it. Um, it does. Listen, I never thought this would be this way. This many years later, the, the old GTX 1080s, man, they're a workhorse. <laughs> Those things are, really are better than I ever thought they would be because I, I still am rocking a GTX 1080 in my computer and it's playing cyberpunk. Now, granted, there's a couple of settings I've had to turn down to medium instead of high, but it's playing it at 60 frames per second. 
Nice. God damn. Um, I know. Uh, I was shocked. I thought I was gonna have to like limit it to like thirty frames for it to even run even relatively smoothly. Um, but it works really good. I also picked up L.A. Noir, which is a game I haven't played in a decade. Yeah, I've heard fantastic things about it. Um, I haven't played that yeah. game in a decade, and I really want to replay it on stream because there's. I, I remember bits of the like the general story, but like the specifics of each of the cases that you have to go do, I don't remember much of the story at all. Mm. So I feel like, while I'm not going in totally blind, I'm going in having not played it in over ten years, and it's I know so little about it that I feel like it'll be like playing it for the first time. We should co-commentate and make really bad accents <laughs> while playing. <laughs> I'd be all for that, man. I'd have to stream it in the afternoons, but I'm all for that. Um, but I'm, I, just, I, I did play through the tutorial cases just to, again to make sure the game ran smoothly on my machine. Now, granted, it's a ten-year-old game, so it'll probably run pretty smoothly. So, um, hello again, welcome back, Orc. Um, I just bought Nier for Switch, and I played the beginning portion Nier of Tomata? it. Nier Automata, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I, How many I'm times have you to... jerked off to two B yet? Jesus Christ, Zero? Alex! Oh, you will, you will. But yeah, um, I, it's only ver it's just literally just like the beginning. Like I just finished the beginning level. It's uh, I'm I'm curious about it. I'm curious to see how it goes. Like I know mm. it's platinum. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. It's yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's, My it's friend aesthetically uh, Matt pleasing. told me he's gonna kill me if uh, I don't play the game before watching the anime. It's coming out soon, bro. You don't have a lot. Of time. I know. That's why I'm like, fuck. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Man, it, it, that the switchboard is, is not half bad, by the way. The switchboard is really not half bad. Um, I'll tell you again, X for doubt, because I know. I mean, yeah, I have played. I have played the entire game, La Noir, like ten years ago. But I have been on like playing through the tutorial missions like the last couple of days, just because I wanted to make sure that I could still play the game. Jesus. <laughs> um. But I, I will say, if I do stream L.A. Noir, I'm going to have to find a really creative way to censor certain parts of it because there are certain cases where you get to see horribly muted, mutated dead corpses that are naked. Fun. reference to wow. Godfather? No. Uh, well, they make, I know they make significant references in the game to um, uh, the Black Dahlia case. Hmm. Uh, uh, just we, you said horses and dead. I'm like, I, I got, I got a flashback to the no, scene not, from not the Godfather. No, not horses. Big... Corpses. Ah, I'm dumb. <laughs> I am stupid. Horribly <laughs> mutated naked corpses. <laughs> oh yeah, there's also there's also an underage kid getting fucked in the game too. I forgot about that. Oh my. It was the 1940s. Wow. It was a different time. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, Chinoda, when are we going to do a Destiny meetup stream? Oh god. No, no Jesus Christ. No. Wait, an no actual Destiny stream? I, I no. haven't done I don't think any Chinoda can yet. I don't think Chinoda can stream by himself. I Bro. I might be able to You know what? Um I mean he you can certainly stream not... on our Discord server if you wanted to. No, but I think they're talking about like Twitch. I mean I I'll I'll set up I'll set things up and like try to figure out if I can or not. If you're I'll, waiting I'll see. For, if you're waiting for me to play Destiny, you're gonna be waiting a very long time. Bruh, yeah, Destiny no. is the job, I'm happy I quit. <laughs> I've been back on it, it's been so much fun. And I actually have a raid group now and 
Dude, it's been the raids so much are incredible, but man, I, I like in my raid group, like I have, a, I have a lot of fun memories from like grinding for it, but man, I'm, I'm okay with like not playing it right now. Orcs has on Discord, not on Twitch, which you could easily stream it on Discord. Oh, that's easy to do then, yeah. Um, you want to talk about how much it costs to fix your car recently? Oh, god, so it's not fixing my car. Um, I've had to, uh, it, it's been time to replace the tires and wheels for the car for a long ass time. My parents, like, I got the car from them, luckily. I didn't have to pay anything. I, I got lucky with that. Yay, privilege. Woo! Um, yeah, you're Sri Lankan privilege. <laughs> hey, privilege is privilege. Uh, I recently had to buy a new car. Boy, my wallet hates me. Yeah, but is it going to treat you nice for a good while? Well, it's a That's... brand new Toyota Corolla. It better be treating me nice for 10 years. Exactly. Um, But yeah, they, they did not do that great of a job taking care of it, my parents. So I've been taking care of it. I've been giving it some very good new life. Hmm. Um, But it's been time to replace the tires and wheels for a while now. I mean, they were starting to go a little bit bad. Like, last year, I actually skidded on some ice and, like, ran into a ditch very slowly at oh, a very shit. slow pace. But it was terrifying. An and accident I'm like, in okay. slow motion. It, it really was. Thankfully, nothing damaged. It was just a little bump. But still, that scared the shit out of me. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to replace these soon. But, like, winter ended right after that. So I'm like, okay, I'm fine until, like, next fall slash winter. Mm -hmm. And my mom was over from California a couple weeks ago. And she was like, I know you've been meaning to do it, but, like, it's right around the corner. It's time. Go ahead and get it done. So I pulled the trigger, did it, um, got some new wheels from Tire Rack, um, got tires from Costco because they actually do a really good year, a really good deal if you do it through them. You get um like five years of coverage on the tires for like everything including like wor uh, any maintenance work or whatever needing to be done on them. So I'm just like okay, hell yeah. Like I'll just uh do it through that. And tomorrow is the day I actually have my appointment to go in and uh, get those things done. Good job. You're being a responsible adult. I know. It's so fucking weird. I'm like, holy shit, I actually have to do these things. But I didn't know. I knew it was going to be expensive, but I didn't know it was nearly 1200 expensive. I was just... Damn. What, I so pulled what, that trigger. What, I feel you, man. What brand of tire are you putting on your car? Michelin. That's why they're so expensive. And they're expensive for a very good reason. They're the best tires you can buy. No, I, I was just like, if I'm going to buy some tires, I'm going to buy some damn good tires. That The things that connect you to the ground is the things you want to take care of. Oh, yes. Your mattress, your bed, your shoes, your tires. Those are like the three things you always want to have good quality in. Like, that's a fact of life I know. And Michelin's are, the best tire, Michelin's are the best tires out there. They're expensive for a reason, and they have That's the really long money, warranty Holy on them, too. Shit. Yeah, no, it was like $500 just for all four. But, you know, it's going to be worth it. I'm not, I don't know. I was planning on buying a whole new vehicle uh, either last year or this year, but, you know, the 
car market just went belly up and just like did all types of uh bs mm -hmm. so i was just like you know what screw it i'll maintain my car for a couple more years until the market chills out and i can actually get something that's from this decade because my current car is a 2008 Toyota Sienna. Hey, so. let's go, 2008, dude. <laughs> hey, don't 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 feel too bad because the first car I had, I got in 2008 myself, and it was a 2001 Toyota Corolla. Oh yeah, the previous one I had was a, a 2001 Honda uh, Accord. I know. I I rode in that car once. Oh, very, you did. That's was, right. Long ass time ago. It was very scary. <laughs> yeah, that thing was a piece of shit. Good your, times. Your car is hitting 250k. Holy shit, Bruh. Yeah, the the car market right now is absolutely insane. Trust me. I just had to buy a car myself. Um, thank God I had good credit, or I wouldn't be able to afford it. Good God. Yeah. But yeah, no. <laughs> Yay, so 750 been... plus credit score. Let's go. <laughs> Woo! I'm almost in that club. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's been fun, actually adulting, learning all new terms, um, learning more about cars. That's, it's actually been an interesting time. Mm. I've, it's been cool. It's been interesting. And like, I have a new appreciation for wheels and tires now and like all the detailing that goes into it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's lots, um, there's lots that goes into keeping a car, you know, maintained and running well. And very important. It gets, it, it adds up and it gets expensive after a while, but it is worth it. Yeah. A car is like a very big expense overall. Yeah, exactly. Frog taxes, mortgage, expenses, debt. That's literally just oh, what being really? an adult is. It's the American way. <laughs> great new, great new words to learn. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about something else. So, Halloween. It is Halloween today. Um, it is. I know that where Natalia lives, Halloween is not really a big deal at all. I'm on my bruh. I'm like the moment we finish, I'm taking a taxi to a Halloween party to like so it'll be fun. But it's not as big of a deal as it is in the states. Yeah. Yeah, and well, and especially in Japan recently, Japan is like taking hold of Halloween and made it like its own thing, and it's crazy. You guys ever? go online and look at like the so every year in, on Halloween now in Shibuya um, they have a huge huge block party they, they take over like two or three blocks where are you going Natai? I'm talking <laughs> he just left my, my story wow. um, they take over like two or three blocks in Shibuya and, um, and it's just a huge huge block party um, and it's so cool to watch because you got all these the, like jab they, they do dress up too they do like Halloween costumes and stuff and it's like actual cosplay and it's it's so it's so cool um, aside from the theme parks it ain't much here I'm assuming you're talking about Halloween yeah you frog you live in um, the Netherlands so yeah I mean in a lot of places around the world Halloween isn't a huge deal especially like in Europe um, but I know like here in the states and in, in Canada, Halloween is kind of a, a big deal. Um, it's it's become a big deal in Japan, but in most places around the world, and I think in, in the UK also, um, they do a lot of stuff on Halloween. But outside of that, Halloween isn't a huge deal around the world, which is a shame because it's a, it's a fun holiday. I, I do like the fact that it's starting to catch on slowly here and there in the other places in the world. And, mm. like, I appreciate that. Uh, cultures intermingling. It, it's cool. I mean... Here in Israel, we have uh, the holiday Purim, 
which is basically like an equivalent of like you get to dress up in costumes and go and have fun around and like so i guess we already have that covered so we're but Halloween is like I love the theming of it. It's fun, and and in some places they do around here they do Halloween parties that are a lot of fun too. No, that's cool though. It really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. I, I but am, speaking of like, Halloween, but, did like, you guys actually like to note? Go ahead. I, I like to note. I am very very happy that it is kind of taking root around the world. It's slowly. Um, it is. It's just. It's. It's a fun. It's a fun holiday to kind of get together with your friends, go drinking, take your kids out trick or treating. Like I'm about to when we finish recording this. <laughs> Isn't today? Didn't you tell us that today is your dad's birthday too? Yeah, I went to see my parents. Oh, sure. Wish him happy year. birthday from us. Your father. Oh, thank you. Your I'll, father I'll was tell. born on Halloween. That's badass. Yeah. Yeah, dude, my dad is a badass. Yeah, I went to see him, and then I came back to record, and right after that, I'm taking a taxi to. From, from the stories I've heard town. about your father, granted, I haven't heard a lot. He sounds a lot like my mother. He gives you lots of shit for stuff. Bro, he gives me <laughs> shits all the time. You got but to it was see fun. it. You got to see it firsthand, though. My mom just took a just took a piss all over me. It's like the moment we we told her stories about the convention, she was like, "Oh, you my fucking God. nerd." <laughs> And your dad was like, what you gonna do with all this garbage? He <laughs> didn't give you shit for, like, still having some of your figures back at their place? I do. There's <laughs> a couple of figures that I have stored in their house because I really don't have... And there, there are figures that don't have, like, cases. Um, I take a long time to explain it. I don't have one here to show. Um, but for, for obvious reasons, they're very difficult to transport. And uh, I just left them over there, and they just gave me shit for it right in front of you. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I had a great That's time great. that day. That's great. You got yeah, you got to meet other members of my family too. You got to watch what happens every time my mo- my dad and his brother get together. Oh my God, your uncle cracked me up so cracked me up so many times. That that fucking bingo game, holy shit! Yeah, we got you together Americans for crazy we got together. So when Natai was here for this in the states, I actually took him to a, a lunch with my parents and, and members of my family, and we we pulled out a bingo game while we were there. And my dad and his brother, my uncle, bitched at each other the whole time, the whole time. Amazing, right? That's God so damn funny. it, you're cheating. <laughs> Your parents got married on Halloween. That's that's wild. pretty cool too. Was it was it a spooky themed wedding? Please tell me it was. That's that's awesome, so cool. dude. Speaking I would, of if, Halloween, did you guys uh put on any costumes or are you going to? I I'm going if, to change to my JoJo shirts in like if a few I minutes. if I didn't have to work tonight, I probably would have gone to like a party or or some kind of a thing here in town um that was going on and i would dress up but since i have to work tonight i'm just like eh, fuck it what me and my buddies what we did do for last pulling we actually bought these you have these like costumes we got from amazon where uh, they're like you fill up with air and then mm-hmm. it's like a blow up sort of like a thing so we bought a few of them but then we just ran around town like <laughs> all night long wearing these it's like it's a costume of, like it's a big alien that's like grabbing you and like kidnapping you not a goat right? Not a good no. <laughs> it, oh, it was it was sort of a I spooky love themed, I love dressing up in costumes. It's sort so of fun. a spooky themed wedding. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. No, that's still cool. That's still yeah. cool. Um, um, I actually had a game night uh two nights ago and night. on Saturday, no, on Friday, on Friday I had it, and we ended up playing no games, but we did. <laughs> 
a bunch of us dressed up and we uh just ate a whole bunch of food uh, did you do jello watched... shots no jello shots Fuck you just jello shots. straight up Holy alcohol shit. Mm. that's something else that's kind of started to become like a, a tradition with halloween is jello shots i don't know why it's it's becoming a theme but it is really i did not know that that i didn't know that was a thing i mean maybe it's a, a more of a southern thing it seems like every part like halloween party i ever get invited to and i go to there's always a shit ton of jello shots no that's cool though jello shots are tasty as hell yeah natai tried jello shots for the first time and i think he was unimpressed <laughs> I like it. I like my alcohol liquid. Now, to be fair, a lot of the the Jello shots that 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 we do are ones that are not pre-made because the ones that we had in DC were pre-made. Uh, yeah, we we make our own. We'll make the Jello and then put the the vodka or tequila or whatever mm. happens to be in the Jello while we're making it. Um, Actually, yeah, I I I love Jello shots. You know what? Give me just a second. I'm gonna. I oh my god, he's got. No, we're not doing this right now, Chinoda. Chinoda, you gotta go to work in like half an hour. Yeah, eh, we're not fine. doing this. I'm not oh. putting on the whole costume. I just want to show a little bit. Oh, of I thought thing. he was gonna Give do Jello shots. Yeah, same. Oh, I was like, no, no. no. I, I just, if, I, I have this for that. God damn it! No, don't do that. Oh, you my have god. to work. You work for the post office. Do you know how many people show up high? A lot. Do you know how many people get high while on the job? A lot. That doesn't mean that you should emulate them, Chinoda. <laughs> hey, there's a bunch of new people, and I gotta show them a good example. Oh, Skittle. So Chinoda. I have I have had both Skittle vodka and uh, vodka melons. Those are delicious. Um, Frog, those are absolutely delicious. Um. I was I was I was gonna go somewhere should with that, we, but now uh, it's it's gone. Should we wrap it up soon? Yeah, we should wrap it up soon because I it's almost thirty minutes before work starts for me. I'm sure Chinoda also has to get to work. I also need to get going. Actually, Chinoda has fucked off. Um, one thing I do want to I, I want to talk about before we just kind of get out of here is um, very quickly, um, customer service workers. I've watched some of the videos recently of them just getting just shit on by very entitled Karens, especially at places like fast food restaurants. Um, don't first of all, don't do that. You're the fucking asshole. If you're oh Jesus Christ! Oh my fucking! He's God, the plague doctor. I'm a steampunk plague doctor for Halloween. Oh, oh my, my God, goodness. that's terrifying. Oh, check this thing out. I can't see it. You keep fading out. Uh, actually, hold on. Let me turn the blur off. And it's gone, most like, like most memories after too much vodka. Yeah. Friday the thirteenth is get. Oh, there we go. There's my cane. Nice. Very nice. But yeah, I went with steampunk plague doctor Man, for Halloween. I, I bet, I bet your face is gonna be sweating bullets later tonight. Actually, it's very airy because it's like this. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> Friday the 13th is getting a prequel series. I did not know that unless it was just announced today. Um, but anyway, back to what I was saying. Seriously, f people out there, don't, don't first, don't shit on customer service workers. There are minimum wage workers that are doing their fucking best. They're doing the stuff. We try our best. Please, please, we try our best. Don't shit on us on the phone. Yeah, well, yeah, you kind of, you kind of are a customer service worker. Um, it's just all of your customer service is via phone. One day you're going to catch that, and it's just going to hit the camera. 
There you what go. What you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, oh, it was just hours ago. Okay. Um, I just I've seen so much of it recently, and it's like, why do you do this? You're the asshole if you do it. You're fucking entitled as hell, and just just stop. Stop. If you're not getting the kind of service that you want, either go somewhere else or learn to do without. That's all I got. A little sympathy goes a long way. A, a lot is. I I always, even if I'm having a really bad day, I always because I've worked in in customer service. Now, granted, I've never worked in like a fast food restaurant or anything, but I have worked in customer service jobs, and um, I. God had a bad day yeah <laughs> i always do the best that i can given the fact that i'm making a shitty wage but anytime i'm dealing with people that are in that situation um i always try to keep in the back of my mind that this is not the person that made the rules that they are abiding by so don't yell at them for doing it you know just take your lumps where you can and then if you got to write an angry letter to the ceo it's fine don't don't yell at customer service workers who have zero power to change the fact that you put in your fucking order wrong. It's frustrating when they when people are just yelling right. over some stupid. I, I BS. have a very difficult time taking you seriously in that mask. Thank you all for dropping by and watching us with Anime Club. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we do need we do need to get out of here soon uh, because both Shinoda and myself do got to get to work. Um, this has been absolutely fun. Thank you everyone who came out to join us on um, on Halloween. Uh, we will do another WTF at the end of this month. We won't be doing a WTF in December. Um, mostly because we're going to have a really special one at the very beginning of January that we want you guys to tune in for. Uh, we have some really cool stuff coming up uh, on the podcast, not just for the rest of the year, but starting next year, we're going to be changing a little bit about how we do our podcast, especially on uh, YouTube. So um, that, the, Look forward to that. that stream that we do on uh, January 2nd will be the first of our new um, uploads and streams. Um and we have some really great stuff, like I said, coming up on the podcast. Uh, Natai and I are going to be continuing our Monogatari spoiler cast series. Um, uh, we got a couple of really interesting topics. We got our Christmas special that we're going to be um, doing probably at the beginning of December. Um, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite uh, anime Christmas episodes. Um, and uh, also we got our winter 2023 um, preview coming up, which is probably going to be just as stacked as fall. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's going to be wild. Um, but yeah, other than that, thank you everyone that dropped by to watch and or listen to us. Um, check the description below to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. Please uh, join our Discord server where you can ask us questions that we answer here on the WTFs every month. Um, they're always fun and we love hearing from you guys. Um, I'm also probably going to be adding a suggestion box channel to our server because I know yeah. that people love to drop suggestions in our general chat and sometimes they get lost. So I'm feeling that maybe having a separate channel for that going forward might be nice. Um, be sure to check out our merch store. Any purchases you make there do really, really help us out with that. I have been your host, Alex. I will see you next time. Say goodnight guys. Time to get heard. Thanks for joining cool. us. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't have any coffee left. But if I did, I'd be like, mm -mm -mm. nerd. But there's, but there's none left. Hey, oh. Chinoda has one too, though. Chinoda. Chinoda has one. Yep. Right over here. There it is, Wild Bills. 
if you're ever, if you're ever in DC, if you're ever at Otakon, go check out Wild Bills. It's fucking great. They go to a soda. bunch of conventions and other things too. Oh, I didn't actually. even know, I didn't even know that. Anyway, yeah. Bye guys. Bye bye.